I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom. Like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. Hear me, beings of Akir. I am Sador of the Mount Lori. I have come with my forces to conquer you. If you resist, I will crush you. You cannot resist me. This is Filmsack. Oh, sure. Hello, everyone. Welcome to Film Sack. This is Film Sack, mining the very depths of film entertainment for all mankind, episode 479. My name is Scott Johnson. I'm joined today by Brian. This John boy and his mole are in this Dunaway. <laughs> oh, he's all up in this. Oh, hi. hi. Greetings, organic life forms of planet space farm. Up here, old man. I am in the spaceship that blots out your sun. Oh, you were sightless. Apologies. No matter. I see I've caught you all in the common area. Good, I will only have to say this once. I am in possession of a stellar converter. Now I know most of you rubes have no idea what that means. Let's just say it turns your planet to fire. Fire bad. Anywho, (laughs) me and my merry band of mutant marauders were just bebopping through the galaxy on our way to annihilate another planet of forms when we scanned your planet and found you have nothing but shelter, food, and face moles. I can use at least two out of those three things. So I will return in seven risings of your sun to collect all the food and face moles I can eat. Yeah, I'm talking to you, John boy. I'm going to wear that mole like a bikini on a space Valkyrie. Valkyrie needs clothes badly. Now, excuse me. I must go soak Lobo's foot. Just ask Kalo and Timbo. They'll know what I mean. Also, Quasimodo ship operator manipulate the 1970s Earth type plasma globes and set a course for Utumuntil. <laughs> I know. Run over to Spencer Gifts and buy all the plasma globes they have. Yeah. Oh, they have two? Okay, we'll get them. Just yeah, get them. Just get the we two. need this spaceship to be more future. That was so stupid. I hated that. <laughs> uh, also, with us, of course, Randy, prepare the conjugal chamber, Jordan. Hello. 
Brian. Brian. Hi. Randy. Uh, thank you all for coming out to the newly renovated Drury Inn and Suites meeting room number two here in Duluth. I'm so glad to see you all and take you several steps on your journey well beyond self-help and mm. hopefully a bit closer to self-actualization, if not galactic domination. Please stop staring at the spot on my face because you're all going home with my latest <laughs> self-help book, How to Rule the Everything. And uh, right now, we're going to talk about my three easy steps to complete supremacy. Mm. Number one, make sure when you face an enemy with a shared hive mind and telekinetic superpowers that they don't know that they could just use their powers to do anything they wanted. Yeah. Dummies. Number two, always assume that your enemies are simpletons who can't even name themselves. That man who looks like a cowboy and talks like a cowboy and is named Cowboy, he can be safely ignored. Unless you'd like a scotch and soda, then he's your guy. Number three, laws were meant to be broken. You're a lawbreaker. And if you're going to break laws, you may as well get yourself a weapon that breaks the first law of thermodynamics. That shouldn't be too hard to scrape together. <laughs> it's out there somewhere if you look hard enough. Ah, uh, they prepared with Papard. We'll get to that later. Also, oh. with us finally, Brian, he just got back from beaming up some alien ladies, Ibit. Yes, I did. Okay, so I want to thank all you mercenaries for coming together to help our peaceful planet fight off Sador and his stellar converter. I'll be leading the way in my spaceship, which looks like five different sexual organs stapled to a snail. Cowboy, <laughs> you'll be heading up the ground forces. Uh, do, what, do I want a sketch and soda on the rocks from your pants? No, I, a hard pass. And I'm not even going to ask where you got that bowl of pretzels. Anyway, you'll be leading the kids from fame in a ground assault against the Colander Heads. Uh, bald Star Trek Cussing Guards? Yep, you guys will be doing your Wonder Twin Glow Powers to stop two people. Yeah, you guys are really worth the effort. Meanwhile, I'll be leading the team from space. Uh, let's take a quick roll call. Land of the Lost Lee Stack? Okay, good. Uh, Angry Han Solo's dad? Okay, good to see you over there. Third Eye Blind Boy Band? Ah, yes, don't all talk at once. <laughs> Just kidding. Porn Star Destroyer? I swear to God, it sounds like your singer name is Saint X-Men. Seriously, where is your <laughs> I right I nipple? That too. <laughs> yeah, where is her right nipple? Where is your right nipple? She, she tucked that thing deep. <laughs> <laughs> okay, team, I, let's go have the least exciting space battle ever filmed. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Oh my gosh, that X-Men thing. I thought I was going to be the only one. I was not going to bring it up, but I'm glad you brought it up. Yeah, she kept yeah. saying Saint X-Men. I'm like, whoa, 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 whoa. What, what the hell is Saint X-Men? It's a series I haven't heard of. That's weird. <laughs> All right. Well, the the movie is the long, long, uh, languishing because we've just never done it, and we should have. This is, this feels like crawl. This feels like, you know, uh, how coincidental because it was uh, was it Horner the, the did this uh, in crawl right? Oh, did he? I don't know. It was Horner? Oh, did yeah. yeah. Horner, Horner did this. Yeah. I didn't realize Horner did crawl too. Oh yeah, yeah. yeah. He uh, was just about to do Star Trek Two: The Wrath of Khan, which is where things really mm -hmm. took off for him. But I mean, look. Look, we'll get to the music later, but he's 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 the best thing about the movie. Did, did we even say the name of the movie yet? I mean, no. we talked. We just we it's just... called Battleship Beyond the Star Wars. <laughs> no, Beyond sorry, Beyond the, the Star. Battle Beyond the Stars, nineteen eighty. Uh, Star Wars. We make a Star Wars uh, ripoff deal. There were a lot of those back then. I I love these. I love when somebody you know yeah. I, we've seen one other one. I don't remember the name of it. Do you remember the one that had the laser swords that were just total ripoffs of? Oh yeah, I know what you're oh, talking about. Um, uh, what was that? Star bandits or ice pirates or 
that was also that yeah. Those are all related. Yeah, They're all in the yeah. same family. But this was uh, mm-hmm. Roger Corman. If you're not familiar with Roger Corman, he's uh, an interesting fella. Yeah, yeah. You Roger Corman. Roger Corman is responsible for what can only be described as the the slightly worst Fantastic Four movie. <laughs> right? It's like, come on, barely, man. barely worst stuff. Like, come on, it was pretty bad. If you all want to, if you all want to know Brian Ibbett's opinion of the modern, uh, modernish uh, Fantastic Four films, you've just heard. Yeah, it. You've just heard it's right it. there. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. That's how low that bar is for him. <laughs> Uh, yeah, now, Roger for a Corman, while, there was a there was a time when Corman actually rose to enough uh, familiarity that he would actually they would they would often put his name on, in the titles. Of, but uh, yeah, of but films. but this was actually the last movie he directed. And yeah, which kind of blew my mind because I oh, I really? thought of him as as being as a director mm. as being much more prolific later into my life. But no, he was Producing. known for. Yeah, he just he moved out of the director's chair after this. Well, I, I have some guys yeah, questions that. about that. Wow, here's some questions I got about that. Scrutiny. Because dire- <clears throat> directors are listening as Jimmy T. Merka Mimi, Merkami, Merkami, Merka Mimi, Mark and Mindy, and then, Jimmy T. Mark and Mindy, yeah, Mark and Mindy, and then you got uh, Roger Corman, but he's uncredited. Was there? I couldn't find enough dirt as to why he would be uncredited. That you was have weird. to take you have to take Roger Corman movie credits with a huge grain of salt because it's really about seven people making a movie and they're all doing five jobs. Yeah, and, and Roger but, was was producing this as well, so he it was it was his money, right? It was well, always his money, and it was always very little money, and it was always him saying, "Wait, that's too much money." Like the dude was notoriously cheap, uh, right? For all the films that he made, because he always felt like you could do more with less. And part of me likes that it's scrappy and interesting, yeah. but also scrappy. is it? Isn't that what Yui uh, Yui Bowl also claims? It's like uh, yeah. just just get the movie made. Yeah, and, here, and, give and me a little money, I'll get it done. But I'll tell yeah. you what, you can't spell scrappy without crappy, is what I would say. <laughs> yeah, and and Corman <laughs> Corman wasn't a wasn't a consistently always bad sort of like person in to to be part of making a movie like he wasn't like uve bowl in that you know like everything he touched didn't die the guy wrote little shop of horrors Mm -hmm. the guy you know uh, like he had some like he was actually he actually did some acting Mm -hmm. right like he Mm -hmm. he he had a a a part in the silence of the lambs like the guy is not is not uh you know the death touch that some uh, other people are but he definitely is unwilling to do anything that is going to cost money. Like the guy is like allergic to spending money. Yeah. Right. He, he and you can really just see it in it. every single shot of this movie. Best part about this but movie is, though is the, is the secrety credits. So the credits you don't hear about, which is James Cameron is in charge of special effects in this movie. And yeah. it's significant because James Cameron, who would be one of the, you know, most, uh, I don't know what the word the celebrated. Greats, one, of, one of the, the great greats. directors of all time, at least from a money standpoint. And I would say in a couple of cases, like straight up some of the best movies I can remember from his heyday. He definitely an amazing, well, and, talented and you, individual. Yeah. Do you remember like the years and years that we were waiting for Titanic to come out? Mm-hmm. We kept hearing an increasingly obnoxious number like mm-hmm. uh, Titanic, which has now been delayed to the next year. Uh, yeah, they've spent over a hundred million dollars. You're like a hundred million dollars. Right. What could it, what could they have spent the money on? You Will know, the like Titanic sink. Will the movies sink like the boat? Oh God. I, <laughs> Tune in like, this year. Yeah, that was a, I, yeah, that was a, a big deal. It was a bit like, um, well, it's a good modern equivalent to that. Something 
I don't know, maybe <clears throat> Tenant, which just finally is in theaters. Oh, that's a good mm-hmm. that that idea of like, oh, are we ever going to see this thing? Is it really mm-hmm. going to live up to the Nolan legacy of <laughs> yeah you know well, we had so many of those this year right i mean mulan got pushed and uh, uh new mutants of course got pushed forever no one i don't think anyone was ever expecting new mutants to be like oh it's gonna be the, emo- the most amazing superhero movie ever made but that's a better I mean, comparison had- right or that's the that's the comparison i would make to uh to to, to titanic because it just seemed like it was in production hell nobody mm-hmm. knew when it was going to happen they kept delaying it and although the money wasn't didn't seem to be as big a part of the story nobody knew if titanic was going to be any good some of us aren't sure if it's still any good but anyway <laughs> but it ended up being, I don't think it's, yeah i mean i don't think it's worth the the, the hype I, th- I think it's a great movie but i don't think it's worth the yeah the, 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 the titanic yeah. yeah yeah oh i yeah it's fine. It's a good it's movie. Fine. Yeah. Well, I mean, it's fine. James Cameron has this ability to attract a large audience with, I don't know if it's, it's just a really good choices usually, I think, because it's like an avatar. I mean, that's not a great movie. No, but I like it. It's, the, it's a great movie, but it's not a great movie. Well, it's one of them. I bet, see, here's the point. Even when his movies aren't great movies, like, you know, just from a right. critical standpoint, they make so much gosh dang money. That he walks around and just bills float out of his pocket, yeah. And, and so it's I, fun to I, see I, him in a in a different way, way, like watching this movie. And I see these effects, like that weird laser door and like all that make, weird stuff. And I just go, "Oh man, everyone starts someplace." Well done, making in, in, and making interior corridors of ships <laughs> at a McDonald's. Uh, <laughs> McDonald's <laughs> styrofoam cups left over. Yeah, yeah. 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 Love it. it reminds me of the the paper. Uh, what's it called? Oh, yeah, the McDonald's, but they don't do this anymore, I don't think. The McDonald's used to have the injection mold, uh, recycled yeah, paper yeah. Yeah. container stuff. Yeah. Everything felt like that. Everything, yeah. all of it. You know who You know who still does this is shows like uh, Doctor Who. Yeah. And I really, really appreciate that because they they are on a pretty low budget and they celebrate that. They don't, you know, like they're not trying to hide uh, McDonald's containers in plain sight, but they, they will go buy you know a bunch of like modern looking chairs and paint them silver right and right. And, and then set them upside down and like uh, that's that's cool i i really really like that and i love the mm-hmm. idea that one of the people who sort of uh, started us uh, into a place where you can do this is James freaking Cameron. Yeah. <laughs> you know, like that's that's awesome. Yeah, do you like all- it better when you can when you can kind of see the you know the the painted eggshell chair that they're using in Logan's Run, and say, yeah, oh, "Okay, yeah. I know exactly what that is," and you know you can buy that at a, an IKEA or whatever. I do. Um, I love that. Uh, yeah, I do too. I, as opposed to like, no, that looks so completely foreign to me. It's I kind of like the janky, like at least for movies like this, the janky. I mean, yeah. Yeah. Yes, but then then he's got to go ruin it, and like uh, you keep reading in the trivia. Once you get past the James Cameron worked seven jobs, twenty four hours a day section, you get into the Roger Corman reused almost every shot yeah. of this movie, over and you're over like, again. "Oh, you jerk! Yeah, you right. freaking jerk!" Well, you know, you know you, again, he's he's cutting, he's he's pinching that nickel until the Indian rides the buffalo, as my dad used to say. <laughs> I've never heard that. How appropriate. My dad used to say it. I don't know if it's all that appropriate, but he used to say it. Well, Uh, not appropriate in the context of uh, what would be considered correct, but appropriate is in the context of this is basically, you know, is. Well, also, he was telling me in the 80s. It's also because he was telling me in the 80s and there was never 
there, I think the nickels were all just some dude's face and then a building on the back by then. So. Oh, yeah, they're the seven. Uh, yeah, 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 during that time, absolutely. Yeah, yeah. The, yeah you could say, uh, Buffalo uh, nickel was long pinch gone. that nickel hard enough until, uh, uh, what's his face? Uh, uh, oh George my god, Picard? no, who's no, the, who's, who's the on the nickel? nickel? Um, um Jefferson until Jefferson moves back into Monticello. There you go. <laughs> That's not bad. That's not there bad. Use that. Uh-huh. I like it. Uh, all right. So here's but here's the bit that that I thought was interesting because this this really fomented kind of a future for James Cameron, not just as a director, but this is where he met future uh, or his his producing partner Gail and Hurd. They met on this film. This led to their partnership and a relationship. They got married. Uh, together, they would make Terminator from 1984, uh, which also featured actor Earl Bowen, who played Nestor One in this movie. Uh, he's the dude that does the World of Warcraft voiceover. You know that guy? Yeah. yeah. Uh, that's Nesta. the guy. Yeah. He was in there. He was so the Terminator is where Cameron meets his second wife yeah, and while then, he's with his first. Yep. Mm-hmm. Uh, let's see. In fact, let's see. Their marriage in 85 before they did Aliens in 86, uh, which employed composer James Horner and a miniature designer, Alec Guinness. Not he was a Sir miniature designer. Oh, you mean he made miniatures? He was a miniature designer, He's a little I tiny guy, he wasn't like a little bitty guy. <laughs> yeah, he was like, "Hey, you guys, I have an idea for the alien. Check it out." <laughs> um, and they're divorced from both marriage and creative partnership during the making of the Abyss in '89, uh, which united them with visual effects supervisors Dennis Skotak and Robert Skotak from this film. So this movie's got—I mean, I don't know if Cameron would ever admit this in an interview, if you could ever get him to say it, but he owes a lot to to be, battle beyond the stars like a Absolutely. whole lot. Absolutely. Yeah. I mean, this was his start. I mean, I mean, he did other stuff, all... but he did other stuff for other things, but this was like his big moment and yeah. it led to things. So yeah, uh, now he's a billionaire. No, we haven't even talked about any of the actors really yet. Uh, it's mostly been about the, the production <laughs> sure. of this, of this film, I guess, one. because a lot the of actors. these other guys, a lot of these <laughs> other actors, uh, where were uh, hear the air quotes, yeah, right. Actors. Yeah. Well, a lot of these other actors were they, on, on their way. Was a, they were on their way out for the most part. Most of these have been TV actors and yeah. movie actors from years before. Right. Well, I would say mm-hmm. Papard's on his way in because A Team hadn't happened yeah. yet. So no, no, he was important to us in that capacity on TV. But you know, he had been a movie star. He'd already been doing yeah. things. He was in westerns so, I mean, and other stuff. Yeah, you're right. Yeah, blew my mind to look up Robert Vaughn. <laughs> yeah, oh Robert yeah, Vaughn. well, Robert yeah. Vaughn. I mean, he's like a. He, <laughs> it's almost like his agent said, "All right, I got a science fiction movie for you." Uh, it's only you know it's only going to pay about uh, twenty thousand. Uh, yeah, I know. Okay, right. you, you don't have to act; just sit there and deliver your lines. <laughs> it's interesting to see. It needs to, I've, I'm trying to think of other movies this has happened to, but it's always interesting for me to see when you have a young director, young actors come in and make an amazing film that changes everything, like Star Wars, mm-hmm. and then you have like on the heels of that a bunch of older actors and older director who goes, Oh yeah, you think that's good. Let us show you what us old guys can do. And you're trying to speak to the same, you're trying to speak to the same audience of youth yeah. and these, and I think the youth kind of goes, what is this? What yeah. is this? I don't want to see a bunch of these. I don't want to see my dad's actors doing mm-hmm. this old stuff. I, I, I just saw the freshest thing. And now you're bringing this thing that like makes a combination of, all these old school movies. Yeah. And it's, right. it's a little not weird. The only time this has happened. Yeah. It's, it's a little it's weird, but one. I guess, and then at that time it would be like us. I mean, honestly, let's look at the age here. 
It's right. a little like us watching Brad Pitt do shit today. Yeah. Like, yeah. I'm not saying it's the same because I think movies are different. Sensibilities are different and all of that. But where Robert Vaughn, you know, Robert Vaughn having to take this. I mean, I don't know if he had to take the job, but him taking this job and <laughs> this late in his career and everything. You have actually to bring something to it. No, no, he's fine. He's the, fine. He's creepy. This is, actually cool. the, this is the best <laughs> character in acting of the whole film. <laughs> what? Really? Oh, I disagree. I, I got to say, he it just brings stands gravitas. there stoically monotone delivering his yeah, lines. Yeah, well, you, you know what happens with the rest of the people? He's a mercenary, sure. Yeah. Well, the, less yeah. he, the less he says, the better. Yeah, well, you're right. Uh, for, that, for that, me, do you think it was a conscious decision on his part to say, I'm really gonna play this one stoic and cold, and you know, really evoke a sense of pathos with my my delivery. Or do you think it's like I just really need a paycheck? Can I? What's the what's the least amount of work I can do on this film? <laughs> the only time you actually see him move is when he's cleaning his gun. I mean, I right. will I will be okay. Dunaway, I'm gonna I'm gonna make an assumption here. You tell me if I'm wrong, but I'm going to agree with you from the standpoint of. From a really basic 2D perspective, he's yeah. my favorite of the mercenaries, with there maybe the possible exception of the of the nesters. I thought those were so weird, and they like eating yeah. a hot dog together. Like, what the frick is going on with those guys? Right. What a weird. <laughs> but thing. that was you know, I mean, that was the, absolutely that was that was something out of Star Trek. I mean, they they just might as well have said, "Hey, got anything left over from Star Trek we didn't use? All right, let's put this in here." Yeah, you know, I made the joke by the way in the beginning that uh, he was Han Solo's angry dad. Mm. I right. didn't even think about the fact that he, for four years, played the man from Uncle. The character yeah. name is Napoleon Solo. Oh no! Way, oh, dude. I didn't think about that. That's great, <laughs> Napoleon Solo. That's that's you know that means Napoleon by myself. That's what it means. That's right. Yes, uh, you're right. Napoleon by yourself. He's a he's a busy <laughs> dude though. Let Napoleon. me tell you something. He died just in 2016 uh, at the age of 83, and he mm-hmm. had a a very busy career. Worked all the way up until the previous year. He's in everything every year, pretty much of his career. He's in everything. Yeah. That guy worked hard, so I'm going to give him some credit. I don't think he had to do much here. I think it's totally phoned in. But for a movie like this, he's all yeah, right. I mean, John Boy I was John Boy, what, and, you know. Probably what weighed heavier towards uh, me actually liking him is liking the character that they created because they didn't give a whole lot of information about him. And he was always kind mm-hmm. of stealthy. Mm-hmm. He had like, the, he had the coolest ship in my opinion. Everything else was like, if it was saying with that weird nail, the snail ship, yeah. with weird, you know, weird uh, sex organs. <laughs> yeah, it looked like, it looked like a sex. Let's face it. All like, it's like a sex organ. A lot of, a lot of, a lot of cheaper <laughs> sci-fi during the seventies always had to have this, weird sexuality yeah. to yeah but it. why and the big balls underneath why right right what's great by the way why there's not great, big uh, balls <laughs> on imdb on imdb there's a great shot of uh james cameron uh working on that ship he almost looks like he's fondling it oh he's he working the balls was. is he yeah. okay he's, like, yeah, he's working, I'm working, working the balls. too much did you see what Sybil <laughs> danning was wearing yeah. oh. I, I do i do feel like there's ways that we're giving this movie too much credit of it's course. it's like hard it's hard not to <laughs> like this movie is such a ripoff from the first thought, from the first thing you see, and then the next hundred things you see. It's such a ripoff that it it almost defies your ability to to disbelieve in it. You know, like like yeah. you're 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 watching this, you're going, 
okay, so that's they're starting out with Star Trek. This is just straight up Star Trek. Yeah. Now they're going to Star Wars, and it is exactly Star Wars here. Well, like they'll get past Star Galactica, yeah. 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 a little bit, a little BSG, yeah. yeah, a little bit of, but also the entire storyline is Magnificent Seven, which is interesting because yeah. Robert right. Vaughn is in that as well that wasn't magnificent it was it was a bug's life what are you talking about yeah <laughs> yet, talking about? yet another no, version seven samurai come on <laughs> yeah yeah, yeah. But, but you're but you're on you're on the script saying that it you know that it's like copying other stories and i'm like yeah everyone does that i'm right, saying right. you turn on this movie and you will not know what movie you're watching for a while yeah it's yeah. a while it, before yeah. you, you can turn it on and if you were in another room not paying attention, just hearing the sound effects, you would say, oh, her, who turned on Battlestar Galactica? Yeah, in fact, uh, not only that, the sound effects, I mean, they were straight up lifted. Like They, they were yeah, not yeah, lifted, yeah. but they were the same ones that Battlestar Galactica used. There were some ship firing noises. Mm-hmm. There was some uh, some internal ship stuff. It was like, oh my gosh, dude, I'm watching mm-hmm. then, the old... And then like it goes all the way to the bottom here. Like, Yes, James Horner is good. I really like James Horner, but come on. there were There were times in this movie when I'm like, He's he's starting the Imperial March. No, yeah. okay. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> no, but he's he's starting it again. No, okay, no, it's close. Good try. Come no. on. Well, there yeah. were a lot of times. Yeah. There were a lot of points in this film where there was no music whatsoever, and I was thinking, God, this is like what a wasted opportunity to have. And and again, you know, this is early in James Horner's career. Yeah. But to have this opportunity to have James Horner do. Right. The music and have so little music in parts. Yeah, right. There were yeah. moments where I, I still say that James Horner was the best part of the movie because there were moments where you would see you would hear it and go, oh, yeah, no, he's great. And he's going to go on to do more than this. He's better than this material like that. That would that was a oh, feeling yeah. that I had. Um, And he, you know, but there are, but Brian's right. Like it's there are other moments you're like, what are you even doing? Like when he went to the yeah. the weird casino building where. Robert Vaughn was sitting in his throne. Yeah, where Gelt was. That was amazing. I wanted more yeah. of that. Was that music right, like, like the uh, old the old uh, peep show stripper? Yeah. yeah. But even hey, that, baby. even even <laughs> zombie stripper. Even that even that place had some music and it sounded like they were trying to rip off the cantina music from Star Wars. Like they were just yeah, doing this yeah. weird mimic and they used the the side wipes and the and the mm-hmm. circle wipes and all that stuff that Star Wars used all the time. It was, it was, yeah, it was, it was trying to be a star war. That's what they were doing. They were yeah, aiming for yeah. that. And but, I think they failed miserably hey, because later it what, just didn't come together. It was just dumb. Dumb. I had a problem with, I've always had a problem with this film anyway, because I've never liked the title battle beyond the stars. And it's like, mm-hmm. if you're beyond the stars, then I, you wouldn't really be in a place where there's right. forms. So, I mean, <laughs> so you're, you're outside you're in, the known universe. Yeah. Uh, you're in the cold darkness of empty space. Yeah. That's right. What, so that's I'm like, that's not perfect. where this is really happening. Well, and so and I, I hated it. I take issue with the word battle too. Yeah. That's true too. Yeah. Right. I agree. More like skirmish. Beyond yeah. The, <laughs> right, exactly. More like what, badly choreographed good times is what that was. <laughs> yes, Randy. It, 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 there wasn't a battle. <laughs> There, there, there was, there was a buildup for sure. Right. Right. You're, you have all these people join sort of joining together ish, uh, but there's no real actual battle because right. like, mm-hmm. like so many things, like if you actually fight, uh, there's usually fights are usually over really, really fast and they're over fast because one side is way more strong than the other. Right. Mm-hmm. In actual fighting. And so in this movie, <laughs> it's just like uh, the guy has an impossible weapon. Right. He right. either uses it or he doesn't. That's it. That's the whole that's yeah. a whole conflict. Yeah. 
Yep. Yep. Okay. That's all the whole thing, and it's and it's a Death Star weapon. Yeah, like again, Death Star. Yeah. Here we go exactly. again down that but, road. But oh. but no, it's demonstrated to be so much more than the Death Star. That's why that's why I'm like <laughs> boggling at the first law of thermodynamics. It's so much more. The Death Star I can get behind, right? It it uses it uses a very high amount of energy to blow something up. It makes a planet explode. I understand. When they arrive at at where Alderaan used to be, they find the remnants of a planet. They don't find a star. That's crazy. Yeah, that's insane. (laughs) The concepts of... There's some decent concepts at play, and then they go nowhere, or they fall apart, or they're dumb. Like those two little solar dudes... Yeah, they were. Yeah. They're interesting. Oh, I love those. The <laughs> those are like straight out of like I, that is like a. We snuck into Star Trek and stole yeah, some costumes yeah. and makeup. Yeah, and yeah. I love up. the fact they got. They're wearing like uh, you know they're wearing like heating pads to keep them. I guess from burning other people. Yeah, it's like oh, is that the deal? I thought they were yeah. like crossing guard outfits. <laughs> no, no, it's like it's all insulated. Looks like looks like oven gloves is yeah. what it looks like, and it's like uh, I don't know, but I, I I enjoyed the Kelvins. I I like their sacrifice. The Kelvins. They didn't they didn't say much. Like their name no. would be the Kelvins. You know what I mean? <laughs> that's what we. They didn't talk, so that's they only communicated through heat. So of course, that's yeah. What we but them. where do they come from? The planet oven. Like this is dumb. But yeah, of course. <laughs> <laughs> but at least that was interesting. Halfway between than, planets Fahrenheit and Celsius. It was, it was better than the hackneyed space cowboy George Picard crap. No, I know, but they were they were trying to get this like laid back Han Solo vibe with him, and it didn't work. I agree. It was oh bad. my god, it was bad. So far off. He, and he like, uh, he is. By the way, the way he plays everything. That's the thing about George Picard. He's supposed to always be a tough guy or the guy in charge or whatever. He never right. comes off that way to me. He sounds like. Well, here we go into space, everybody. Get your hats on and let's go. Like he's just got kind of a it's not it's not this super masculine portrayal that he I think even yeah. he thinks it is. And it just rubs me wrong and like playing his freaking he's harmonica. Always the, he's this he's the smart guy, right? He's always out thinking you. He's Hannibal. He's he's uh he knows he knows the tricks and he never gets he never gets shaken. Uh and unless of course he drinks from his his belt of uh oh his pee belt dude freaking pee belt. Yeah, i know Jeez, you guys want to uh... get straight to this from two inches above your crotch yeah, yeah. and have it be all freaking yellow and viscous like what are we even doing hello <laughs> that's foul Do you like some would you like some warm scotch <laughs> 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 oh yeah that's the other thing are we to assume it was all self-cooled like how is he keeping it cold where the ice cubes come from i imagine yeah. that the, the soda and the scotch weren't chilled but how is, is the space? ice situation happening it's, 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 it's the it's beyond the stars it's uh it's the future is oh my god he's a frozen well, bumble because it's what this movie seems to do really well is make what should be future technology look worse than (laughs) technology in 1980 like their weather satellite is two guys in a a metal box uh okay you got some clouds over uh, that area and uh, they have they have two guys in a metal box but then on the planet they have everything's organic and they got like wooden bowls and stuff i'm like how did y'all get technology to even send anybody to space how do you even know there is space (laughs) exactly it's also also the weather satellite slash guard shack yeah Yeah. (laughs) 
It's a freaking space guard. Well, here's the thing. There's a a set of fiction before we landed on the moon and before we started understanding things, before NASA and all of that. And it's understandable. You read an old pulpy book or or see an old uh, serial from the 50s. Flash Gordon. Yeah, and you're like, oh, well, we didn't know much. So this is just fun, rompy adventure stuff where we're just imagining what space is like. And that's fine. We all accept that for what it is. But post late 60s, and early 70s, yeah, yeah. we know stuff. So this movie feels like Corman or whoever went, hey, what if we didn't know anything and we just made it up? And <laughs> it, it's, it's super discordant that way. And, I, you know, you can do that. What right? if George Pappard was on a planet eating a hot dog? <laughs> yeah, how about that? Where are you going to get those hot dogs? How come these Nestor people who know everything have right. never heard of a hot dog? Like, it, and that's just played for humor, but so, yeah, they treat, they treat and, the and audience like we me. are really stupid. That's what they do. It, it, I, it confused me with Nestor's when the when the Nestor's were uh, were going were asking Papard because Papard was playing the harmonica, and they said, "What are you eating?" And I thought they were referring to the harmonica, but they were referring to the hot dog and a stick, which I didn't mm-hmm. notice at all. Oh, and yeah. uh, I thought I was going to say he said a hot dog, and I laughed. And then I realized, oh, he's oh, it really is a hot dog. I thought he was playing music on a hot dog. Right? Oh, by the way, uh, grab a bucket. Do you think the girl that that uh, Papard is hanging around with the whole time, the the local uh, space, yeah, the the local uh, doctor or whatever she's supposed to be? I don't know exactly. Supposed to have some kind of elevated. Yeah, I know she said uh, bye to him, but I'm giving her chicken the bucket status. I think. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, she's right there. Yeah, there's others. There's others though, like. Basically, and whenever we meet someone, anyone around them is just left where they're where they were standing the rest of the movie, mm-hmm. right? Like mm-hmm. that, just anyone, whoever, Do- except for Doctor Hef- Hefatitis. Oh Hef- yeah, Hef- can we talk yeah. about Hepatitis? Hepatitis. Doctor. Yeah, what happened to him? Dr. We just leave him leave him there with his little door open. Is that what we did? Yeah, I guess so. He's hanging out with his uh, Smurf-like droids, and handy mm-hmm. handy droid is, I guess, repairing him again. What what I Saunders? Yeah, I, the guy's name was Saunders. I love that. I name. feel like we we yeah. really need to talk about what we like about this movie. <laughs> I've been talking about all the things I like. I, I love want, and hate I just it. I say, like that it exists. Yeah, <laughs> I mean, that's something. I just want to say I really like Doctor Hephaestus's androids. There's androids all over that place, yeah, and I yeah. thought they were portrayed very nicely. That's yeah. one of my favorite things. The voice modulation of the androids is actually. Quite it was pretty enjoyable. good. Although I wrote yeah. in my notes, I was watching the movie very late last night. We had a bunch of stuff going on yesterday, and I wrote this line: "Saunders can eat a shit." And I don't know why I said that. <laughs> I think it's because he bugged me because he kept turning around. He just kept coming back around because the guy kept interrupting him. And I don't know if I was more ir- irritated in refrigerator hefest- hepatitis or the guy, right, or Saunders <laughs> hepatitis. <laughs> uh, but yeah, like they, there, I you know what I'm gonna I'm gonna echo Randy here that whole bit could have been a lot worse they decided to not make dumb mock-ups of robots they made you know they're very humanoid and when they would move they all had the and the sounds matched and fit and fit some of those guys were really good at popping and locking so it actually seemed sort of legit uh yeah i could have spent more time in that weird place that was all right i could have too but it was it they burned that bridge really quickly when we found out that dr hepatitis uh wanted to to breed his daughter with shad and yeah. it was like okay so this is suddenly turned into barbarella yep I mean, so, <laughs> yeah which they use scenes like, from by the way here. there are some barbarella scenes used in this film there's some yeah, effects yeah yeah but uh Sybil danning, danning is totally you know, valkyrie needs clothing she's <laughs> <laughs> but speaking of things I, yeah. I liked about the movie 
like every woman who is cast in this movie, yeah. it does an amazing job of elevating the material. Like yeah. I, I was blown away. I was expecting Sybil Danning as Saint X Men <laughs> yeah, <laughs> to yeah. to be to be so completely misused and vacuous and so on. No, she does a great job. Mm-hmm. She has crappy lines. She delivers them perfectly. She you know she looks great. She's in the right. Like I I cannot find fault with. Sybil Danning's performances in this movie. Sybil Danning was, uh, was she on what was the uh, New Heart she or was, something? It's like, oh no, you're thinking of Julia Duffy. Uh, <laughs> what, what was oh Sybil Danning and what she what yeah, she was Sybil Danning. Sybil Danning was like the you know the Roger Corman B girl, yeah, yeah B movie yeah. actress, screen queen. But Julia Duffy is like the sister who who like messes with the controls of. Uh, Flog and Bert's uh, ship. Oh, that's who that she is. Was okay. Okay. Flog and Bert's. No, it is neither of those, man. No. It's Timbo and Kalo. And no. Timbo and Kalo, yeah. They right. have a conversation about Lobo's foot. Yeah. And well, that was in my intro, and I wasn't sure if anyone would know what the hell I well, was. Well, I knew what about. you were referring to, but I, I knew what you were talking about. I just couldn't remember their dumb names. Yeah, their names right. are dumb. Yeah, no, she was on uh, she was on Newhart for a while. Newhart. She was great for a while, the whole run. Well, I mean, right? she was on Newhart, yes, exactly. Right. For, the, re- for the while that Newhart was on. Not the was, not the bot not the original Newhart thing, the the second one where he owned a bed and breakfast. Right. The one that was right. just Correct. called Newhart, not the Bob Bob Newhart Gotcha. Show, right? With the Daryl's the brother Daryl and the other brother Daryl I couldn't quite figure out what happened on Planet Farmer Town. But I know that uh, Shad's name was four letters, but everybody else seemed to be Zed, Lux, Maul, Finn, yeah. Hawk, and Dab. And I'm like, and Gar. Excuse me, I almost forgot Gar. Yeah, men. don't forget Gar, um, dude. Jeez. Yeah, don't forget Gar yeah. and Men. Yeah. And I was like, why? Why? So he must be the chosen one. I kept thinking, possibly, since this is a space opera, I kept thinking possibly that uh, Shad was actually stolen um, from Sador's. Uh, lot and i think sador actually i think this is actually his dad because he has a four-letter name because he has a four-letter name and plus he has uh he has you know he has almost the beginnings of that uh sador scar face on his his face so yeah hold on i was thinking maybe there was oh i'm writing my own i write my own fanfic over here i I sure i need the the mole is like is just one step removed from the red smear that sador has right i i Um, I was pretty sure that that i think it'd be it's just because if you try and write Shad with three letters, you either get Sad Had Shah. Uh, yeah. How about not call him? How about not call him the worst name in science fiction history? Yeah. Shad. <laughs> exactly. The, how does that whole, sound? It's like Todd last week on uh, yeah. Soldier. Yeah. Todd. Todd. The whole movie is just filled with with these examples where you're like, could they could they have shown this script to any real writer? <laughs> Like right. just like take take the script and put it in front of a writer. And go okay. Well, I'm just going to fix all the names for you. Just yeah, give me right, five minutes. Right. No time. We need to get this you. out while Star Wars is popular. Yeah, that's There's right. No time <laughs> to review this. That kid's name is Luke. Like, We're going with Chad. Let's go. No. Like, <laughs> the only name that I thought was actually a really cool, interesting name that somebody put some thought into was our our woman on the android station, Nanelia. Nanelia. Oh yeah. Nailed it. Like and they've never they never call her by that name like that she doesn't you know like I, I was expecting to hear Nanelia over and over and over right, right. Uh, that's that's Darlan Flugel by the way we have yeah, seen her mm-hmm. yeah we've two weeks her, ago two mm-hmm. weeks yeah. ago yeah. we've seen her in Eyes of Laura Mars we've seen her in Lockup right. yeah 
Uh, it's it's kind of amazing how this person that before FilmSack I would have never like Darland <laughs> Flugel. Never, that never doesn't exist. There's no yeah. one named Darland Flugel. <laughs> now she's just a Flugel. Is it Flugel? Flugel. <laughs> get Flugel. it get it now Flugel. as we're heading into flu season. Get yourself some Flugel. <laughs> I'm making sure to apply Flugel. Yep. There is one thing that I would sign up for, and I would love to watch uh, more of Nail. And I would I love the voice actress. Uh, oh, right, Lynn, the, the ship's Lynn voice. Carlin. Yeah, yeah Lynn little, Carlin, who did nail. A little too most interesting thing in the film. Yeah, but a little too snarkish. I I, I like my compute ship computers to be a little less like. Come on, kid, put so it. You, put did, your you guts didn't into like it. Lex then, right? You didn't care for that or uh, Farscape either. One of, mm, one of those. I forgot those about Lex. Those are. Yeah, if I don't remember Lex at all, but Farscape, you have a point. But I, I don't. For some reason, I let it go there. Maybe it was because the overall tone of that thing. I mean, Farscape's kind of like a really good version of what we just watched in a weird please, way. Please, please indulge my outrage. It <laughs> sounded exactly like Major Barrett. A little. It sounded so much like Major mm-hmm. Barrett pretending to have snark that I, w- <laughs> I wouldn't looked it up as soon as I heard her. I'm like. What the hell? Yeah. Did they actually get Roddenberry's wife <laughs> to do the same? Like, I seriously, I, I, I what? I had this, I they- had a f- similar thought right in the middle of it, but then after a while, I was like, oh, that's clearly not her. But yeah, I just yeah. didn't like. I don't like that much snark. What I like in a ship's computer, and I do like a ship's computer. I don't like it to go full. Uh, malevolent, freaking, mindless, cold thing like Space Odyssey. I'm not really into that. Right. I like something right. closer to that. like uh, their. Actually, and it has been playing this, so he knows. But if you played the game Titanfall Two, your oh, yeah, uh, yeah, your yeah. robot guy, your your mech yeah, suit, your you mech. around. Yeah, his name all of a sudden. B B fifty twos. No, that's not it. Whatever it is, uh, <laughs> I got me a Chrysler. He says he sings. Right now. <laughs> that's right. He but he uh, he he's the kind I like because he's yeah. not human and he knows it and he doesn't say snarky <laughs> things that only humans would say. But he says the writing's so good. He says things that are funny and end up being you know funny and referential because mm-hmm. he's a robot and because it's funny because he doesn't know any better it's a little like you know i don't know it's like i'm trying to think of another good example and i can't think of one but i love how it's, it's portrayed it's almost commander data without <sighs> that's a good you know what you're clo- we're closer yeah. D- data's closer yeah. you're right spock yeah. even spock's even a maybe even spock. a better example yeah spock's a good yeah spock. Go. yeah spock 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 spock, spock. So Zed, I want to see the adventures of Zed and Nell. And actually, I would have the opportunity if I went back and read the comic uh, that was a, a prequel yes. to this. What? I'm glad and, you uh, brought this up. What? Yeah, I, I'm interested in seeing that because. <laughs> Battle amongst the stars. Uh, finally, I, I want to know. That's what I'm like. Why why amongst the stars? Finally, we're in within the stars. I can get down with that. Well, we, Battle, we, yeah, it's more accurate, right? Because you're always going to yeah, be yeah, in the right. Star. right, right, right. Exactly. Yeah. It's just the, it's hilarious that someone waited until 2010 to write a comic book to right. explain this throwaway movie from 1980. Yeah. Yeah. I'm yeah. um, looking at some images from the comic now. How old is this? Isn't that old? It's not. This is, yeah, like it was saying like 10 years old or something yeah. like that. So, yeah. so this is always, this goes back to my argument I always have. Now, I, I have a love hate for pale imitations uh, from decades prior because when Star Wars was around, I held it in such high reverence that anything that would, uh, come along to pretend to be that I would hate. Yeah. Now, decades later, I go back and go, man, I wish there had been more things 
that were like the thing that I loved so that I could continue to enjoy them anew, even if they were a pale imitation. Mm. And Battle Beyond the Stars kind of falls in that category for me. That's the reason why I think as I, as I get older, I'm like, I'm fine with pale imitations. Maybe, maybe we'll that. feel better about uh, bad uh, superhero films yeah, in the future. I mean, because or it's, or it's less, more... you know, we'll be less critical because the MCU is a little further away and we don't think about, yeah. you know, we're not comparing them directly. That's right. There's more right. field to explore. Like this comic that explores this battle beyond the stars, even though, I mean, we can all say that it was derivative. But if somebody takes it and looks at the things that were unique about this movie, wherever they are, and creates even more content based on that, you can end up with something fairly, you know, fairly yes. entertaining. I would have such a hard time reading this comic because the art is Ooh, it's stoner level. Well, hard, what did you what hot, hot look garbage. at the source yeah. material? <laughs> no, be, but you could a uh, good comic book artist existed in 2010. Yeah, <laughs> right. Here's right. A, here's the thing though. It's like a you know it's a small label and all that, but yeah, it's also yeah. I can't tell if it's meant to look like stoner art on purpose or if it's stoner art by accident <laughs> or what the problem is there. But it's not great. You're right. Right. Um, I, I do uh, like how I do like how issue one is like. Uh, it looks like he's got the ship's boobs upside upside his head. Yeah, like, yeah. which is what you yeah. want. That's what you want. But here's the funny thing. So <laughs> right. I, you you bring up this whole uh, thing done away about you getting away from something with enough time, and then you can maybe appreciate it more. I I just had this experience with Metallica's Load and Reloaded. Oh, so yeah. it's me. It's a music issue. But uh, after the Black Album, you know, how do you top the greatest thing you've ever done? And those guys took five years to do it a bunch of infighting rehab band almost broke up maybe even did for a minute and then they came together and they made these these albums and they were roundly criticized as being some of their worst work and i remember at the time going well yeah because black album's awesome so how are these gonna be any good in 96 i remember (laughs) i remember thinking that and i didn't really give it a shake right 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 just two days ago it's because i saw them in concert recently so i've been thinking about them a couple days ago i threw on those two albums despite their disgusting freaking covers because they're gross right uh right. the album covers but the uh the it's maybe it's underrated the music's great like it's actually right, maybe some right. of my favorite stuff is on those albums and i don't know it's a weird thing we do right we we're we're faced with star wars in the 70s and 80s and so everything else is going to look weird these days we we've got Endgame and and Infinity War and, and an amazing array of these MCU movies and so we can't help but see Justice League and go, you know, like that's not as good right, as these. Right. And then if, yeah. even if one of them does okay, like Wonder Woman, we're like, well, that's only because it's a, it's a lot like these MCU movies. Like we just don't have the perspective until we get far enough away from it to maybe appreciate them on their own, you know, on their right. own merits. Appreciate the, the, the right. things. Yeah. We're yeah. so we're so focused on the things that are similar that we turn it off and go, nah, I can't look at anything else. Yeah, but I mean, look, how far, look how far away we are from Star Wars, and we're still saying, right. "Yeah, this thing was really <laughs> trying yeah. to be Star Wars." Yeah. With, with that being said, the Asylum makes great movies, like uh, Battlestar Wars. Uh, and, yeah, great uh, movies. You can't you uh-huh. can't miss them. Yeah. You can't miss uh-huh. it. This this past year came out. Uh, it's on sale right now on Fandango. Now you can get a super cheap 4K version. Uh huh. You know Please what you should do, do with that five bucks <laughs> is you should spend that on, you spend that on with something else. Anything? Yeah. 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 Put, <laughs> put it in the dial-a-drug machine. <laughs> dial-a-drug <laughs> machines? Yeah, I wanted more information about that. I needed, I needed to – that would be the things That's I would explore in a comic. The worst Fremont Street casino ever. Oh, <laughs> dial-a-drug? Never go in there. Yeah. <laughs> 
Never go. And in he there. almost took that pill too to come right. flop it out of there. Right. I'm like, exactly. It's Rube. Yeah. Also, I thought. Well, at first, I thought, "Well, does he think it's food? Because why else would you eat that?" Yeah. Was well, this a pellet? Yeah. I'm a hamster in a in a cage. Yeah. Right? And I'm in this shitty place that no one's at and everything's broken down and looks terrible. And I'm about to see the worst looking sex robot of my lifetime. And yeah, that was a bad. I was interested in Frankenhooker, though. That was uh, she was interesting. Yeah, sure. I mean, yeah. again, that stuff was too short. Not really explored. It was I all didn't to set quite up. Understand. OK, can we talk just a second about John Boy? Just sure. for a second. Always. Because I- Right. So the answer is yes. He had a trade. By the way, but for those who don't know, there was a show called The Waltons. Oh yeah, good. That's actually good that you said. Yeah. Good. Good night. Good night, John Boy. Good night, John Boy. Good night, John Boy. But here's the important thing to state about that dude. Yes, the answer is correct. He had a trailer, and then his mole had a second trailer. That's how they did it. So Richard, Richard Thomas. I mean, I couldn't tell what they were trying to portray here. He was supposed to be kind of innocent. Was he innocent to sexuality or was he well-versed to sexuality? To me, I didn't know anything about Richard Thomas's character, Shad, because even when we first see him, he's uh, he's on the planet and got the big spaceship in the sky. And then, you know, just <laughs> to make his point, Sadar says uh, snipers and he shoots a bunch of people. Yeah. Richard Thompson is standing there next to a, as somebody I'm assuming is familiar to him. She gets blown away. He's like, whatever. He's just like, let's move on to the next step. Let's just keep moving. Pretty there's uneven. a real, there's a real sexual binary for characters in sci-fi movies. Mm. They are either a sex pot or right. they have nothing to do with sex. None. Right, right. Like Luke what? Skywalker, Luke Skywalker dies a virgin. Like that is that is a, a, <laughs> it's, a, it's like a rule of Star Wars that Luke Skywalker right. dies a virgin. Mm. And it's Come so, on, Mara Jade, come on. Oh. <laughs> hey, that's been thrown out. They don't do that. It's all that's oh, all that, that out of the war. Now. Oh, dang it. They get to pick and they get to cherry pick now, so maybe they'll keep it. Yeah. Right. But, right. but you get what I'm saying, right? Yeah, yeah absolutely. absolutely. This movie For tries sure. to, yeah. this tr- movie tries to have some of this and some of that, <laughs> you know, yeah. like some of these people, they clearly have had a lot of sex, but yeah. then this guy, our <laughs> Luke Skywalker in yeah. this movie, yeah. if you will, with the same hair and everything, uh, man, he's just like, he's like a blank slate. Is how what how old well, is he in this movie? Because he always, you know, he's he's obviously older than he looks. He always had that boyish look. That's the reason why yeah. he was, he's still, he was he's still looks younger. No, yeah, was he really? 30. Almost 30. Weird. Almost 30. He was born in 1951. This came out in 80. So he looks yeah, about uh, I saw him here recently in an episode of some TV show. I don't remember what. Oh, uh, for some reason, not Jag. What's the one that's like Jag? Uh, NCIS. Yes. He's on there. Uh, and I saw okay. uh, a shot of him in some room somewhere. And I went, oh, my gosh. How does. So he's got to be 60, he's late 69 60s. right now. Yeah. OK, almost 70. He looks mm-hmm. 51, 52. Yeah, he does like his his uh, his photo from five years ago. He could pass for late forties, early fifties. Yeah, isn't that weird? And his mole, oh, Wikipedia, is, is his mole missing? Did he finally get rid of it? No, no, no. He's still no. And and uh, there's a. It's funny because I was looking this up. It's technically a. Yeah, it's oh, not a mole. It's, it's we, not we, a mole. Yeah, there's no, another mole. name for it, and um, we always call it a mole. And I feel bad about mark. even. Yeah. I hate. Yeah, I hate even bring it up whenever I, I talk about it. I didn't I call it a mole. It. I didn't call it a mole. I call it an island. It's an island. <laughs> it's a very big thing it's a on his face. Supporting character. Yeah. yeah, it's a big thing on his face, and it's fine. Yes. Everyone has stuff on it their body, is but absolutely fine. But I mean, in a film 
where you have somebody it's that has something obvious on their face. Yeah. You would expect the characters to talk about it, and when they don't, it becomes even more obvious. It's like, yeah, just, talk it's okay it. to yeah. admit that we as humans get distracted by things that throw off our yeah. pattern recognition. Sure. And so his yeah. his face, and like a lot of people, I get this with um, what's her name who played uh, when she was on Star Trek, and then True Blood. And I can't think of her name now. Michelle oh, Anna Paquin. No, Michelle. Um, oh, uh, uh, yes, uh, Forbes. Forbes. She has that mole lip that throws me every she time does. I see her. Right, yeah. she's got yeah. Um, and you, uh, who's the Debicki? Not Debicki. Um, she was. Uh, she was on Friday Night Lights. Oh, she's now on the Orville. Padalecki or Padalec- uh, is that No, yeah. that's somebody. Yeah, Padalecki. Yeah. Is that yes. it? what? Whatever her name is, she's great. She was in the first John Wick. She's great. But she also yes. has one. You're right. And then there's one. She's there's one more that always throws me. Adrian and that is, Palicki. Yes. Oh, Adrian Palicki. If I see Aaron Neville sing, here's what I hear. I hear. I don't. I don't mole much. That's what I hear him say. <laughs> I don't mole much. Hey, look, look. I got moles, and I'm lucky that there are places where I can put clothes on. Not that it's bad to have a mole. Right. I have a big the, red any, thing in my, my forehead. You feel like you have something that is that attracts attention. You don't. You like. When you get into groups, like I have psoriasis and I have it on my forehead and it's like, yeah. uh, and I, I'm, I'm very aware when people notice it. Well, that's so where I mean, I've got my laser dot looking red strawberry right. mark my mom gave me because she has a million of them. But I've got it right at the tip of my forehead, right where my hair starts. It's impossible yeah. not to see it. It's on every live stream I do. I freaking hate it. I want to get it off. I should just go get it off. And it's not a big deal to do that. But it just stays there, and I'm so annoyed by it. I freaking hate it. So I get it. And what it looks my, like is I, I look like a Hindu who got drunk before they put their dot in their head. I just went mm. and put it up in the corner and then got kicked out of the Hindu order. Because <laughs> you did it wrong. I did it wrong. <laughs> You're an Scott, idiot. I, Scott, I have the same thing. I forget what it's called. It's on my left bicep. Yeah. And I have this mm. one one red mm-hmm. uh, bump, bump of skin. That, yeah. where like, and it's bright yeah. red. Same. Right. And, Same. Uh, yeah. and it's on your it's on your uh it's on his on your bicep? Yeah, it's on his gun. Yeah, on my left. So, so yeah, so you always like you're like, hey, have you seen my thing? Look at it. <laughs> <laughs> and, but, Look at it, baby. <laughs> but what what surprised me is like every time I've I've like brought it up, like a doctor's like looking at me, I'm like I should get that lanced off. They're always like, "Oh, I'll do that right now." Oh like, no, no! You could just yeah. you could just take a you could just take a scalpel and do it right. And I never have to. Oh no, 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 no! I don't yeah, they freeze it, it off. Or, to, yeah, I don't need it. But like so many times, I have right. had a doctor say to me, I'll, "I'll do it right now if you want." Like like they're just prepped <laughs> and ready to cut some skin off of you. Yeah, it's yeah. almost it's like everybody has an imperfection. It's almost like we're imperfect creatures. Right. We are it's, imperfect. That's okay. Yeah. It's, it's the equivalent of being a Jiffy Lube and they're like, oh, you're missing a valve uh, cover on one of your tires. Right. We could totally fix that for you right now. Yeah, <laughs> it is a little like that. So I don't know. Yeah. I'm, I'm, it just, just makes me just want to get rid of it. But in his case, I don't know if John Boy had the option. That thing was big and you know, probably took it. Yeah, I mean, it's, and you know, why, why get rid of it? I mean, it is, why, it is it usually, why, it literally right. makes them unique. So when he's like, uh, you know, you definitely would recognize him. He also, has a, this, is, this is 40 years ago and it was just a different time. I, I, I just don't feel yeah. like there was as much pressure on exactly on, on every single person in Hollywood right. to be the sexiest, you know, best looking. Person. Well, also, if you get to be known for a I thing, look, yeah, you're not gonna you you keep the thing like one of the most beautiful human beings in the history of the world, the supermodel uh, Pepsi uh, model. What's her name? Oh yeah, yeah, a beauty mole. But uh, yeah, she got oh, she's, Cindy Crawford. Cindy Crawford. Yeah, sure. She's never gonna. Why, why would she get rid of that? Unless it's yeah, man. To grow. Letterman's got his gap. I mean, in, I, between his teeth, and it's just something you keep. Sexy. 
But there's tons and tons of examples of people getting rid of the thing that they're memorable for. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Jennifer Grey and and just completely changed what her face looks like. And Mm -hmm. that's fine. That's that's your right. You should definitely your body. You do it. Like, yeah. Yeah. yeah, Body modification is great. I I am not saying (laughs) I don't know if it's great. (laughs) I'm not saying that nowadays there's something bad. It's just different. Like nowadays. You, you have so much going on that everybody is starting to kind of look the same in Hollywood, right? Yeah. Or they, that's right. been going on for a while. And so it was kind of cool to look back at this and you're like, okay, so like th- these two women, they, they could not have had differently, more differently shaped bodies. You know, mm. like that's cool. This guy has a freaking island on his face. It's fine. Yeah, that's fine. <laughs> and that thing, you know, uh, oh, we just talked about him because he was in, um, did, uh, I think we did the the, the most recent, um, ah, Nightmare on Elm Street thing that was like the oh, final. Oh yeah, dad. Yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. The dad. The singer. cop. Yeah. The, oh, John, right. John yeah. Saxon is uh, is the right. dad. Right. Yeah. Uh, he just barely passed away. I I liked him in this. Like I actually thought he was he he, he hammed it, he mostly hammed it up. But, uh, but, mostly that it's yeah. funny because at first I thought it was Michael Ironsides who was made for these oh, kinds of movies. Oh, There's a very weird. similar look that um, that he has to Michael Ironsides who basically was in the same kind of thing in space hunter adventures in the forbidden zone sure sure hmm. and he would have been about this age for total recall i think he, he very similar right. face you're not wrong about right. that but it's funny on, because Nancy, get with it if i'm gonna if i'm <laughs> saying who my favorite or who i think was the best actor like the craft of acting i'm actually probably going to give it to him in here i think he was oh good. yeah i can see that i mean better but, than but what about what about uh what about lizard face Oh, that guy! Him. What pretty the good. Give me the uh, the Goran Sleestack. Uh, yeah, yeah, he was actually that was actually some pretty darn good makeup. I mean, his his mouth was moving pretty good with with yeah. That. I mean, his, it wasn't. It was oh, you mean good. the mouth? You mean the mouth you could see moving inside his his real I'm like saying, his uh, I'm rubber mouth for 1980s <laughs> practical effects? I didn't think it was. I bad. mean, it wasn't that much worse than like. 20 years previous or whatever long it had been since the Planet of the Apes. Those didn't move very well <laughs> right. either, but. But it, right. it reminded yeah, it me of that. There in Planet of the Apes. But I just yeah. liked how verbose and weird he was. I just like him going, "Oh, a morsel for the freaking thing," yeah. and we're gonna right. Bang. No, the the character the character was great. But I mean, keep in mind, three years earlier we had Chewbacca, and you don't see Peter Mayhew's mouth going rah, 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 inside <laughs> Chewbacca's mouth when when yeah, he's talking. Good point. You, you don't. I do. I don't. <laughs> I don't think his mouth can be seen because he's got. A, there's an appliance yeah, in it. It's yeah. almost like a Muppet yeah. hand. He's just yeah. moving that around. I don't well, know. Plus, guys, I guess Peter Mayhew doesn't talk, but still. Good point. Well, he did on he did on set, I guess. <laughs> yeah, he, just, he just gargles. Some of the back. Oh, did he? Yeah, some of the behind the scenes stuff you see about Star Wars, kind of like Vader. It was what's his name's voice inside the suit, and they added James Earl Jones later. Prowse, David Prowse. Yeah, so you'd hear him going, "Hello, I'm on the ship and doing talking that isn't normal." <laughs> I, I guess I'd like to hear. I'd like to hear Peter Mayhew doing this version of. <laughs> yeah. just like basically, right, right. Ah, I'll find. Ah, I saw this on YouTube somewhere. I'm gonna find it on Matter YouTube. Fact, I think you should redub that and pretend <laughs> like that's, that's what happened. Uh, Scott, we need we need a video of Chewbacca only use the screaming goat sound. Oh, I love that. <laughs> it has to exist, that's, right? That's, that's, I mean, surely has to have done this. Yeah, yeah. surely. Uh, by the way, uh, Kathy Griffin is briefly in the in this movie. Kathy Griffin, the actress what? slash comedian, really? yeah, her first, in her first credit, bit. in her yeah. very first credit. Yep, that, she's in a very Kathy Griffin. This could have this could have had a uh, uh, what is it introducing Kathy Griffin, but she didn't have any lines. <laughs> yeah, right, and. It's very uh, early. You, you almost wonder if at, it, she wasn't in this movie uh, on IMDb at least, and at some point in her career, she like insisted 
that should get put in IMDb. Yeah. In this movie. Yeah. I'm it's looking, says, I'm looking cause I'm sure there's like a, Oh yeah. There's like a little brief shot of her. Mm-hmm. Yeah. There she is. Uh, she is from the, the early part when the place is getting, uh, yeah, getting into what, what is going? I, I, there's so much backstory I gotta know. I'm like, I'm like, what are you? Uh, the planet, by the way. <laughs> it's funny. It's like a, it's like a uh, bad uh, security camera photo. Like somebody had to take a screenshot of a blip second of Kathy Griffin being in this movie, blow it up to where it's like super pixelated, and say, "Look, there's Kathy Griffin. She was in this movie." Yeah, right, right. I mean, that's how <laughs> that's how small the role it was. It couldn't have been smaller. The only smaller role in this was Bill Paxton worked on the set as a carpenter. Oh yeah, yeah. Oh wow. He painted yeah. and did stuff like that. It was all because James Cameron and him were buddies and would few, obviously in the God, future. They really, well, they've really been buddies a long time. Yeah, huh. yeah. He must have been so a bummer. Can I share some fun with IMDb with you guys? Yeah. Yes, please. Like, this happens. We watch these movies, and you get into IMDb, sure. and you dig around, and, and weird things happen. So Kathy Griffin, uncredited, but claims a credit from this movie. Mm-hmm. That's great. It's her first appearance in, in a movie. Right. Uh, you know, what an interesting career, I guess. But right <laughs> below her, in the, uncredited, <laughs> in the uncredited list, right below her is someone named S.A. Griffin. And you can't, oh. you can't look at those two names huh. back to back and go – Okay, I wonder if yeah. this is a relative of Kathy Griffin, yeah. maybe her dad, and they were just like walking by, walking down the street, and Corman's filming in his house, and they get asked, hey, you want to be in a movie? Mm-hmm. Like, So mm-hmm. I go, look, S.A. Griffin stands for a person named Stephen Allen Griffin. It looks like yeah. they don't actually have a relationship. It looks like he just happens to be an actor who would play. They just a, have to be listed actor. alphabetically? Yeah, 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 exactly. Yeah, right. But, but I'm looking at I'm looking at Stephen Allen Griffin, S. A. Griffin, who's from Texas, by the way, and I'm just like, oh, how interesting, mm. S. A. Griffin, and it says right there he was also known by a different name, and that name was Sunny Meltdown Riviera. Awesome. <laughs> Yeah. Awesome! Oh, that's the yeah. best. How the hell? Meltdown Riviera. That's a great what? name. What a great alias that is. No kidding. Seriously, that is like Riviera. Yeah. Oh. He was like... the pit boss when uh, Chevy Chase is playing uh, uh, War against really uh, Wallace Shawn in Vegas Vacation. That's great. That immediately puts you into my top 10 list for nicknames like with oh, ron mexico sure. oh and yeah, uh dude. what did what did freaking anthony wiener call himself um oh uh, danger uh, spicy wiener yeah uh, no. yeah yeah carlos danger <laughs> carlos, carlos danger, danger yeah. that's a uh, freaking freaking ron mexico uh, <laughs> i'm merging uh, peter griffin yeah. <laughs> get another griffin <laughs> oh my gosh that went places <laughs> that went places. All right. Um, so I'm going to ask. Okay. So back to the film. Akir, the planet of Akir. Yeah. Uh-huh. What, what's going on during the middle of the day? TNG. Everybody, everybody gets in the common area. I mean, every single form that existed on that <laughs> oh, planet. The use of the term form. That, that was killing me. Everyone's a form. It's like, shut up. Just yeah. call them life forms. Don't just shorten it to form. It's stupid. Oh, yeah. Stupid. Hate well, it's you know it's their way of changing the names of everything, like seven right, right. cycles of your sun rising and falling. Mm, right? Good you mean days? We yeah. call them days yeah. here, you know. Yeah. You mean you'll be back in a week? Okay, yeah. just say gotcha. a week. Yeah, but that yeah. planet so had TNG. That, that planet seven days. That planet had TNG disease, where all of the villagers who are so you know they've never seen anyone from another planet. They don't have any cool tech. They're just milling around the middle of some town square, and that's the planet. 
Like that's just yeah. so lame. Like there's yeah. no there's I think about that for a second. That's like saying, ah, they invaded Earth. Where was yeah. everybody? Well, we were all hanging out at a park. And they yeah, were it was right- all at the mall. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Dumb. Mm-hmm. Dumb. Yeah, it was weird. Also, do all the people only uh, the entire planet's people only live in just that one little area? <laughs> That's <laughs> yeah. what they said. They said it was all uh, desolate except for that green spot. Uh, oh, really? And- oh, yes. right. Okay. Yeah. They did say the green spot. I was just yeah. thinking they were like, like it was a uh, Jupiter kind of thing. Oh, they've got a great green spot. Yeah. Right. Oh, look at the green spot. It's cool. They just uh, have a they just like, have a really good uh, population control system or something because right, apparently yeah. it's not enough people. And so I wasn't even sure what they were supposed to be farming. I'm like, what are they farming exactly? Weed. Some from their red planet. What are they? What are they? Uh, solar stuff. Maybe they're xylophones. They're we, made out of crystals. Yeah. I couldn't figure out. Oh yeah, the crystal xylophone was great, wasn't it? But that was stupid. Oh, yeah. Well, it was yeah. it was good because it's like okay, so it's time to prepare for the invasion. So. We're gonna get the xylophone, and we're gonna we're gonna build some trenches so that when the invaders come to get us, and then they never use it. Uh, oh. No one, no one died in the oh, trenches. Oh yeah, no that's one. a chick in the bucket right there. They never like, did what use is it. Going on with your movie? Well, it's because there was never any ground warfare. They basically used the the resonance from the sound to to create these big. By the way, I don't yeah, know how that would work. They land, yeah, they did that for the for the that, and then the you know the bad guys landed. By the way, the smallest invading force ever. There's yeah. like maybe. 20 or 30 yeah, guys right. and they got like uh they got uh, this this <laughs> they got this sonar like, what, what kind of equipment they have in that sonar what am i thinking of there is uh makes noise essentially oh oh uh, radar, like a, uh not radar sonic uh, sonar uh, makes sonic, noise sonic so it was like it was a sonic oh weapon. the sonic right right oh yeah when well, the guys the guys got blood shooting out of his <laughs> ears between his fingers <laughs> it's like if we, if we cover our ears it's like that's not how i mean yeah sonic <laughs> weapons but that's not exactly how sonic weapons yeah. were no. but the whole thing was done between two big styrofoam walls and the lasers were slow and it was shit that whole fight yeah. was shit <laughs> Just yeah. a I will bad give them thing. Th- I will give them some credit for things like uh, each of the seven ships uh, had their own unique sounds and they had their mm-hmm. own unique lasers and all that was very unique. And, yeah, uh, I like that. That was very seven, uh, magnificent yeah. seven too. Like they, very seven. and I mean, yeah. it's an also it's tribute to you know kind of the best thing about this for me. The best thing about this film was the stuff that James Cameron did. Even yeah. though they might have been McDonald's uh, leftovers glued to a wall <laughs> and spray painted, it was still really good. Yeah, innovative, uh, innovative for what you've got. I, again, I like that when you when you only have so much to work with, but you somehow make it work. Is yeah. there's there's something was this cool. a, anybody's like love for when they were growing up? I mean, I don't think we really talked about it. First time I've first, ever seen this. Movie. First time seeing it. Yeah, never saw it. Now I seen I've seen this on network TV. Randy, you were saying. I it, it's not the first time I ever heard of it. Like it, right. it definitely has popped up, especially as we've been doing film sack movies. Like I have yeah. definitely seen this poster. You know, whenever whenever we have talked about Roger Corman, this it filters up to the top of his list. Basically, like right. I, I don't I don't know. Is this the best thing he ever? It did? It might have been. Yeah, I think this was. Was it sold to HB? I don't know what it was sold to, but I use I've seen this movie. Plenty of times, even back in the eighties, and even then, I was like, "This is so stupid." Star yeah, Wars. we knew it was dumb. I realized, yeah. I realized, I have definitely, like, as a child flipping around, I've definitely seen it on, like, on commercial TV, yeah. right? Because I remember I had these flashbacks to being like thirteen and stopping and staring at this woman with these right. 
just <laughs> I I remember that. I remember Yeah. Man. <laughs> she and, uh, uh the thing is I I mean I don't know how it missed my missed my radar entirely, but the name is familiar, but I wonder if it's because it sounds like the sequel to Battle of the Network Stars. It sounds it like totally it does. It's yeah, like, yeah. well, we've done Battle with the Network Stars. Now let's go get regular people. We'll call that Battle Beyond the Stars. It's just regular people. <laughs> exactly. So yeah. that's why I think it sounds familiar to me. Otherwise, this was completely new to me. I had no idea this existed. I mean, the, probably the thing he, the best credit of his is that he did the original Little Shop of Horrors that spawned the remake, the, the, the stage show, the you know, all that stuff. That's, um, that's probably a bigger legacy. Yeah. Jack Nicholson, you yeah. know. Yeah, because this probably doesn't count because all it launched was a prequel stoner comic. Comic book, yeah. stoner comic. <laughs> <laughs> I've only seen some of the art. I don't think it looks. It's stonery. It's a kid. It's a kid. Look, it's a kid in, des- in detention <laughs> who's sitting there scrawling on his desk while he whittles right. away the time because he, he's in there for spitballing the teacher or something. That's why. Okay, That's one, the more, one more scene that I that I had. Uh, that made me stop. There's a lot of these scenes are things that I was like, you know, I'm going to write, this is my intro. And I'm like, no, I'm going to write, this is my intro. <laughs> Dr. Hepatitis is in his little throne of whatever. <laughs> yeah. And, uh, he's hanging out there. Of course, you know, he was once human he's very old and he's been, you know, he's been cyborg to death and, uh, he's all shut down. He's got his, he's got his, he's got his things closed up. And then when, uh, when Shad shows up, he like opens everything up to show his inside. Yeah, it's like, it's look like, at my wiener. Right? Yeah, there's like there's like vacuum cleaner parts in there, and I'm like, why mm-hmm. would you? That's weird. Somebody comes in, and it's like, hey, look at my insides. Yeah. So, you know, just open yeah. my robe. It's very weird. Yeah. It's a weird thing to decide to do. Would you like right? to have sex with my daughter? Would you like to breed with my daughter? <laughs> it's not. It's not even a question. No. I mean, it's yeah. like you must have sex with my daughter. Yeah. By the way, that uh, <laughs> that chair. Let me tell you something. If you're on a spaceship somewhere yeah. and a, 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 a robot chair comes flying up and just sits there, don't get in it. <laughs> yeah, dude. Don't get yeah. in it. I wouldn't have either. And also, his air pipe was so cut off that all he could do was go. And then right. suddenly he could say his but name. The, but the neck brace thing was so low. There was no not even contact with his skin. Yeah. Right. Yeah. You uh, go back home, John Boy, is the phrase I would use. That did not work well. <laughs> Good night, uh, John Boy. Anyway, it is a it's a weird movie. I would recommend it. Um, and other things, uh, the, my favorite sort of connect. We do Star Trek connections and stuff, and I think Daryl sent one overnight. I have to go look. Um, yeah, yeah, we got him. I didn't he, have he it last night, but do you, do you mean to read it for you? No, no, no. Yeah, well, we're not even there yet. But um, okay. Robert Vaughn would lo- would go on later to star in uh, the final season of the A Team in 1983, in which oh, George Pappard oh, really? uh, starred as Hannibal Remember Smith. Me? John Saxon had two guest roles on the A Team as two different characters. Uh, so the all three of these dudes. Rock and the A team. Well done, guys. Nice. Well done. I do love I do love me some A team. I do as well. Uh but uh but yeah. did you guys have a problem with the Nesters uh uh claiming to be clones yet they were obviously not yeah. similar? Not identical? Not even close to identical. I, yeah. I have problems with every little p- thing about the Nesters. Everything. <laughs> every I did, I did too. Nesters. It's like it's like, wait, Nesters, you're all interconnected. But what y'all can turn off the pain sensors, y'all can enjoy hot dogs together, but then when somebody chops an arm off, y'all don't all go ah, yeah. and scream. I need to know more about the Nesters. The Nesters are are a are a mixed bag for me because I really found them to be the most weird and although very Star Trek y, the most original thing they kind of came up with was the sure. Nesters, I think. 
And right. so, you know, when they ate the hot dog together, uh, I smiled. When they uh, moving, moving uh, Seder's arm, yeah, and them yeah. just kind of yeah. floating around a table, you know, pushing weird buttons while they fly, sticking and, their yeah. fingers in holes. Yeah, like, yeah. They got like six holes to stick their fingers in, which is yeah. great. That kind of I'll stuff is this, fun. This too, uh, I, I had uh, I had forgotten about the hot dog scene, and when you sent that animated GIF of them eating the hot dog, it looked like I was like, did Scott modify it? Make them like like they're eating a turd? Nope, because. <laughs> If you don't have that context of it's a hot dog, you're thinking, what are they eating? There? Oh, that's great to know. I'll use that whenever I get a troll. I'll send that to them and say, eat right. a turd, and then I'll put that. Eat, eat a turd like a like a nester. Yeah, eat a turd like a nester and get out of my face. <laughs> like a Hope all of you taste that turd. Exactly. <laughs> you all. Uh, I did want to mention before I forget, the, the singing half robot kind of cracked wow. me up. For some reason, kind of. Oh right, yeah. He's She's laying the there, and it's like face was working on. Yeah, it was almost like she was. She, it's almost oh, like no, telling no, your no, Echo, no. Uh, you know, play some classical music while I work on stuff. But in this oh, case, yeah. it has to move its mouth. I'm like, <laughs> come on. I've actually enjoyed that that because it was kind of muted, but it was kind of like it's like, yeah, you get it. That's how we all we all work like that. We turn on some music while we're doing something, and I, I actually like that down to earthness about but wouldn't it just open its mouth because the music that was coming out of his mouth wasn't a song of a voice it was a whole orchestra making like a chorus like like an acapella like an acapella group yeah Yeah. Yeah. so just open your mouth mouth movement was just for our gratification because we don't I wasn't really gratified. Mean. I wasn't gratified. They need yeah, to. Well, they yeah, need to open their sure. mouth wide. How about, and hold how about when Sybil Danning screamed her uh, her Valkyrie scream before she died? Was that was that oh, satisfying? Did that I hope you have that in clips. Well, too? I thought that was the green dude that did that. No. Well, he also had a scream. He too. did. He had a sleeve scream. Yeah, too. there were, there were she, two screams. She had like a high pitched. She like, did. Ah! <laughs> 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 All right. Well, we'll find great. out now. Let's do some clips. We got time. Let's do clips. Let's start with this one. How about this one? This one is uh, not quite. <laughs> clips here in a minute when I get to them. I would say, I would say this is not quite Star Wars quality audio because one of the things that makes Star Wars so great, by the way, is the incredible audio design. And yeah. it's not just the music, but I mean like the you know just ben the Burt. sound of everything is amazing. What's his name? Bert something. Isn't it Ben Bert? Oh, Ben Bert. Ben Bert. Yeah. Ben Bert. Taste Ben Bert. Yeah, it's, it's a single name with no space. Ben Bert. Cubert. Got it. Cubert. All right. Anyway, here it is. <laughs> uh, this is the. This is why these. This is why they are good and everyone else is bad. Come on. Come on. Yeah, that's. I think that's the, also the sound that the everlasting gobstopper machine makes. Yeah. Oh yeah, that's a good point. Oh. <laughs> you know, computers used to be a lot louder. <laughs> Yeah. Oh no. That's the other thing is every time that Nell would talk, at least early on, there was a lot of like twenty-four pin dot matrix printers going off in the background. <laughs> right. Um, here's Did you a, go flip my switches. Here's some quote. Just, oh, go ahead, Randy. I mean, it's not it's not something you could have captured. And I just want to say I love love that the only way at the time that these people could think of uh, equipping people to drive their spaceships yeah. was mm. basically to have the uh, controls be about the same as driving a car. Yeah. Like it's, right. this is pretty much the only thing like they, they couldn't, they could imagine, um, voice recognition, but they couldn't imagine that it would actually do the driving. Yeah. <laughs> right. You know, they're both basically moped steering wheels or something, especially well, the one that, out of, uh, that, 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 uh, what did we watch? In extends. What was it? Oh my gosh. Speaking of, Speaking of sex organ things you got to have around. Yeah. The ships reminded me. You know what? There you just did it. What reminded me of the ship in this thing, the main ship? It was those weird controller things they used in Existence. Yeah, Existence. Oh, right. Yeah. Yeah. That's a weird movie. Oh, my 
One of the weirdest film sacks we ever did. That ever. Really funky. Um, all right. Here's a quote. Hello? Could you identify yourself, please? It's very kind. It asked. <laughs> I know it. We're just a nice, nice farming farming community. Mm-hmm. Hello? Yeah, we're just chilling. So I got to get back to my weather report. Can you please uh, tell yeah. us who you are? <laughs> yeah. Who, who is this? All right. Here's uh, something about a big weapon. I possess a Stella Converter, the most powerful weapon in the universe. You cannot resist me. Ooh. Now, oh, I have it on sexy. good authority that he stole that last line because this is Ibit to his date on prom night. You cannot yeah. resist me. Mm. <laughs> mm. You're getting very sleepy. Very sleepy. You are. Isn't it strange? <laughs> Isn't it strange how you can just change a word and some word order and you have resistance is futile and it's so much more dramatic oh, and yeah. scary? Yeah. Well, also. Hearing Peter Cushing say, though a Death Star is fully operational, sounds badass. Saying you got a stellar converter, the most powerful weapon in the universe, sounds (laughs) stupid as shit. It does, because then you have to go explain what a stellar converter... If you have to explain in the next line of what you just said, I have a stellar converter in case you didn't know what this thing does. Yeah, Let it be a lesson. Let it be a lesson to the late... Wait, is, is Roger Corman alive? Is he with us? I think he is. It's funny. I just had his page up. Yeah, uh, I, I did not. I did not sense a, a, a disturbance in the force, so he must still be alive. Yeah. <laughs> All right. You didn't feel it. Oh yeah. Five yeah. seconds. He is still alive. Oh well. Ninety-four years old. Okay. Wow. Congratulations. Yeah. Look at him. He outlived yeah. half the cast of this movie. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Clean, Impressive. Clean living. Clean living, my friends. I, cheap living. That's what'll get you there. Cheap living. <laughs> yep. Um. Okay. Here's uh. What's this? I don't know what this is. Oh, I said, here, here's how this goes. What did the guy, <laughs> what did the guy tell his erectile dysfunction doctor before he left, before he left the office? And here's the answer. I will return in seven risings. Ah, so you get it. Oh, rise. Yeah, I get it. Risings, I get it. Because his wiener will rise seven times. See. All right. Uh, we have, what's, oh, I don't know. This is. We have no wealth to offer them. Okay. We have no web, but you're a boy (laughs) and you're an old man. You're a girl. Yeah, their whole conversation in there, like their council meeting. Lame. I don't know what to do. We don't have anything. He's blind. You're dumb. He's old. I'm young. Shut up. That that definitely goes back to the uh, original source material because that. Oh, it's very Magnificent Seven. Yeah. So we don't have any gold in this town. (laughs) All right. Here's the computer with some clickety-clackety behind it. This isn't going to be just another planetary joyride, you know. Beep, 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 I love noisy computers. Oh, I don't I know do if too. I do. I think I do. How do you know a computer? I know. We all thought, that, uh, how do you know a computer's working if it's not beeping and bopping and booping? Right. I mean, and, and you know, uh, late 80s, and you've got, you know, whenever they open Commander Data's head, they've got all those red, yellow, and green LEDs that show you stuff is working in there. Yeah. Oh, it's working because their LEDs lit up. It turns out neither of these scenarios is true at all. Is, is accurate. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I mean, I guess Most back in the day, like I, I, fan. I had a pretty loud, you know, floppy disk for a while. And there have been, been moments in computer sure. time. Of course, I've got a fan on a PC now that just like when you're doing a lot with it. But you people don't. Some people don't, some people don't know the some people don't know the, the joy of hearing a, a, a was a five and a quarter floppy go. 
making all that music yeah that's yeah. true yeah people still yeah. Uh, i love that there's a video floating around somewhere where somebody took a bunch of those three and a quarter or three and a half three and a quarter oh, inch yeah and then yeah, made it's like five and a quarter and three and a half africa or, yeah it's africa right yeah yeah yep. and it was like <laughs> yeah something like that uh my favorite is the one where they do it it's my favorite for one reason it's it's a tesla coil or it's two tesla coils and right. they do a version of Africa that's amazing. It's really well mm-hmm. done. It's all pre-programmed. The guy's sitting off to the side playing it. And these giant arcs of electricity are flying back and forth. But it sounds like a kazoo the whole time. Yeah, it's good. There's a little bit of ASMR with that for me, that noise. It's a very comforting. Ooh. Hey, yeah. new new Twitch channel idea there for you, Brian. Get in there. Sure. And get Tesla, like not, Tesla Samar. Not, not at all new or unique. I'm sorry. I bet you there's five Twitch channels already. With electric. <laughs> with, <laughs> with like zap sound. Do you think so? That might be. Yeah. Oh, that maybe. Right. Uh, now I want to know. And now, and now there's one more. Yeah, and now there's <laughs> one with Brian's name on it. All right. Here's the most stock footage freaking explosion sound of all time. It was used in everything, including the A-team. Here you go. That's so old. That's very Battlestar Galactic as well, as are these. But those are, th- dude, that's a freaking uh, Cylons. Direct shooting. lift. Yeah. yeah. Direct yeah. lift. That's ridiculous. Somebody was sitting next to the TV and recording them some BSG. Yep. And again, I guess 40 years ago, you could just do whatever you wanted. Like you just put a mic in front of your, and, and, and they take a microphone into a movie theater where they're showing Battlestar Galactic, right? right? Just and just record it. Yeah. All right, we got our sounds. Well, I it's think that's. I think that's what you ended up. Why you started seeing a lot of litigiousness after Star Wars because Star Wars had such unique and homegrown and you know yeah it was it curated was all, sound. He wanted all original stuff so it was really easy to see when somebody stole it yeah it so like, somebody took the, the lightsaber was. sound it was obvious you were like well yeah. uh, hello t- this is and then they trademarked all that crap so mm-hmm. or did something to, I can't remember how they protected it but you can't use that stuff now or you're in trouble they just had Lucas show up at your house in the middle of the night yeah with all three of his chins. I am Darth Vader. I was hoping you uh, could uh, stop using my sound effects. (laughs) All right. Here's something about warm and organic. Oh, yeah. This is where he's explaining he's a human and not a robot. Here you go. You're warm. Of course I'm warm. I'm organic. Oh. Oh. I am organic. I made it. Only natural. (laughs) I only use natural uh, products. That's right. No GMOs. (laughs) I'm free range. Yeah. He should have kept going. All right. The planet is doomed. Your planet is doomed. And I have other plans for you. Okay. And it has to do with my daughter. <laughs> Put your wiener in my daughter. <laughs> All right. Get ready for the sex, everybody. Prepare the conjugal suite. Fresh bedding, everything. The gentleman will be staying then, sir. Fresh bedding and everything. <laughs> Fresh bedding disturbs me. That means the old bedding the is not. Salted lubes and candles and incense. <laughs> yeah. Uh. Gross. That, that grossed me moves. out the most. Just thinking that they needed fresh bedding, that the old bedding was soiled. And- <laughs> oh, yeah, what was the right, existing? Exactly. What was the existing bedding, and who's using it? I don't want to know. Oh, oh man, I don't either. Now, gross. All right, you can hear the phone. Okay, you know how when we were kids, all of us, if you left the phone off the hook, eventually it would start going. Oh yeah. Ee, 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 oh yeah. I don't think that's even a thing now. Maybe it is, but I haven't used a rotary. Or oh, I'm a sure it is. Yeah, landline so long, I don't even know. But uh, you can hear them use that as part of their science or as part of their science fiction sound set during this scene right here. Oh, I'm a poor cowboy. You know I've done wrong. 
He tried. He tried calling home. He tried calling home, but it didn't work. No, it didn't. Of course, he's. I'd like to believe that in the production, there was accidentally a phone off the hook offset, and they did not (laughs) care at all. Didn't pick it up on it until the uh, until they went back to listen to the movie. Oh, whoops! Oops! (laughs) That phone was off the whole time. Nah, keep it. I'm not reshooting (laughs) this. I'm cheap. Anyway, Uh, here's a. I wrote. I wrote no comment here. I'm just gonna play it. So here you go. Not from behind. Step in it, kid. You gotta follow through. No, no, not from behind. No. Okay. <laughs> I, I thought that I was glad to capture that. I thought the same thing too. No, no, not from behind. Not from behind. That's please. the coward's way. You can't shoot somebody in the back. That's the coward's way. Not from behind. <laughs> not from behind. He, but Brian, you're right about Dunaway. You're right about him going back and forth on his whole innocence thing. Because at one point he's like. Yeah. I will not harm a creature for our dumb book tells us that all things blah, blah, blah. And then the very next minute, he's like, I got a boner. Shut up, Nell. I'm having sex. Like, he's just like this weird cacophony of contradictions and mole. All right. Here's a, here's short. I wrote this. is It's called Short Papard Laugh. Okay. So I guess that's what it is. So here it is. It doesn't even register as a full second. So enjoy. Uh-huh. All right. <laughs> <laughs> I, I I just want to know that you guys like me that you had the same thought. Like, I want to watch the A Team. Like right now, I love the A Team. I love it. I unabashedly enjoy the A Team. The show. I think the movie's a fun version of it. There's nothing about the A Team I don't like. I love it. It's such a simple idea, right? Bad versus good. Yep. And seeing George Prepard in this movie made you have that feeling, right? Like, I need to. A little bit. A little bit. In fact, it made me just. uh, I don't know. Like I, Hannibal's the best thing he ever did. Not Hannibal, the, the thing. Yeah. Oh, I just realized yeah, yeah, another no, combination. I just remember another yeah, combination Hannibal. though. Uh, his name was Hannibal in A Team. Roger right. Corman starred in, or was a guest actor in The Silence of the Lambs about oh, a character wow. named Hannibal. <gasps> Whoa! Making connections. That's crazy. This, crazy. This performance by this actor in this movie actually made me sit and think about how. The A Team movie, which does not star him, w- is actually better than everybody gives it credit for. Yeah. The A Team movie is, is it punches above its weight. Class. I agree, totally agree. Especially movies, it. movies that make, uh, you know, that are TV movies or you know, take a TV yeah. thing. There are only two I yeah. like. One of them, Ibit and I disagree very hard, hard on, hard on. I will not say that. Hard on, we disagree. Not, not from behind. We disagree greatly on, and that is. Uh, the Beverly Hillbillies movie is one of my favorite oh, Punch God. Above Its Weight remakes. I love yeah. that. I love yeah. that movie. I think it's great. But hey, look, that's a disagreement we know we have, and we're okay yep. with it. We've lived with yeah, it. We, it's we, fine. We, yeah, we moved past it. Yeah, uh-huh. but I'll put a team on that list of, like Randy said, Punches Above Its Weight. It's very good. Uh, I don't think I saw the movie actually. Now that I'm looking it up. Oh, you should. I have not seen it. Yeah, it's great. Liam Neeson in there. Uh, he's got a special set of skills. Bradley Cooper. Yeah. Bradley Cooper. Yeah. You got the van. Bill. Hey, he's a. They, they're a proud form. Yeah. What's Patrick his Wilson. What's his name from District Nine? Is uh, May, Mad Murdoch? Whatever the pilot. Madman <laughs> Murdoch. Whatever Barkley from Star Trek. Can't think of his name. Mm-hmm. Mad. Oh right. Madman <clears throat> Mur- Murdoch. I can't think of his name. All right, here's a tasty-looking morsel. Mm, yes, indeed. <laughs> a very tasty-looking morsel. Guy okay, really hammed it up. <laughs> yeah, that lizard man wanted some. 
Yeah, he wanted what he wanted. Well, it's because this was going to happen. You were about to be digested by a zyme. So I assume zyme is like an... They were like, hey, enzymes are what we use to break down food. What if we called a creature a zyme? Hey, that's funny. A zyme. Yeah. Yeah. Hardy, hardy. We're going to call these little heating guys. Kelvins. Sweet. (laughs) 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 I mean, there's so much to to say about this movie that's negative, but... Almost all of its negative traits, I kind of love that they're in it. I'd love yeah. that this thing is so unabashedly stupid. All right. How would this work? They communicate in degrees of heat. Yeah, I don't get the mm. physics. Like, if you're like... Ow, you're, stop yelling at me. It's too yeah, hot. If you're yelling, it's too hot. If you're trying to... I mean, what is it when you're just saying, hey, can you check that? Check a price on Amazon for me? What does right. that feel like? Right. Is that like yeah, a... That's a good question. Just a little bit it's, of like... I, I do like the Ooh, idea of... Getting of warm. Heat. <laughs> getting warm. Getting warm. That's getting what warmer. it is. It's all getting warmer or colder questions. Colder, colder. Oh, oh, you're, oh you're super hot. Super hot. You're really close. Oh, that would be the worst race to deal with, right? I would have then I, then I would become a racist because I can't deal with the Kelvins. Can't do him. Can't do I can't it. do with the Kelvins today, man. Yeah, that's my racism, Kelvins. All right, bring in some. Oh, I love this, and I also love space money and different ways of expressing it. So here's one of those. I know a market where a female form like yours would bring in some heavy dust. Heavy dust. Heavy dust. I love the idea that the, the, their currency is heavy dust, and I actually play a heavy game dust. where the money is referred to as dust. It's called. Not Stellaris. It's the other 4X game. Oh, I forgot oh, the name of it. Yeah. Oh, uh, something. Endless Space 2. Ah, your you your d- dust is your like your gold or your you know mm-hmm. your money. Uh, I love that. That's great. You know, I, I we've talked about this before on Star Trek. It always used to freak me out when they would powder somebody. Like, that's how they would destroy them. Mm-hmm. They would convert them to powder, basically. Oh, right. Yeah. Like, completely. They did that here. And yeah. I'm like, don't do that. Yeah. Yeah, don't yeah. do that. The, uh, don't powder people. The 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 trope on TV tropes, by the way, is called "We will spend credits in the future." Oh, oh I love that. And, Hold on, uh, that's a good one. My favorite my favorite example, of course, of course, is Spaceballs, where everything is constantly referred to as space bucks. Yeah. <laughs> I just like I just love that. It's, it's just, like they we don't care to explain this. It's space bucks. Props to Mel 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 Gibson Mel Brooks for yeah. having a great idea. <laughs> Mel Torme. No, no, Mel Brooks. <laughs> Which Mel is it? Damn it! All right, no, you got it. You got it. Here's a uh, nothing left but me. I don't remember what this is. There's nothing left but me and the lower oh. forms. The lower forms. See, yes. I want to know what the lower forms are. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, they came in and took all his stuff and just left him with that room full of stuff, and he's just been sitting there. Yep, yeah. just looking at I you. Like, with I gun. like the fact that he's, you know, he can't, he can't. I like the fact that he, you know, the one thing he needs is just the simplest thing, and that that was, like I said, I, I like the character. I know it's, I know it's, it's written. simple, but yes, I know what you're it's saying from the Sam- Seven Samurai. You know, it's just, it's all. I like think there's still. a movie here if you remade it, and I mean that. They, they, yeah. you can even call it something different, but just. Everything that's goofy and dumb, just make it cool. Let's go full sci-fi yeah, with this. Could, There's a movie. Here. You have enough cool things here that you could you could tighten this up and, totally, and totally make agree. it into something entertaining. Yeah, that guy is, is Tom Hardy. He's full beard. He's sitting in that <laughs> right. place just looking raggedy as shit. He spent his whole life earning everything but can't spend any of it. He's had it. He just wants a meal and a place to hide. It works. It works. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But Robert Vaughn is just like somebody's uncle who's kind of – I don't know. It looks like he could knock him over if he pushed hard enough. You know, <laughs> I mean, that's kind of, this is kind of the Han Solo character as well. And, uh, mm-hmm. but yeah, him to, mixed with yeah, cowboy. Greater, cowboy, to a yeah. greater degree. Yeah. Him and he's cowboy. A, he's mixed, a renegade. He's a rogue. He's a, 
Yeah. The problem with Cowboys is, is it's I guess that's a bit of a trope as well, which I'll play. He's like, uh, you know, this guy's in everything where you need to have an American. And so right. like in the James Bond movies, it's that forgot his name. We love him. But he shows up and goes, hey, James, how's it going? Oh, yeah, yeah. Uh, Felix Leader. Lighter. Yes, that guy. I can't remember the actor, mm-hmm. though. I was trying to think of. Anyway. Well, recently, Jeffrey Wright. But um, yeah, but before that. Uh, oh, yeah. Jeffrey Wright. That's right. He does that. Oh, crap, I forget. Jeffrey Wright, dude, so great. Mm-hmm. Oh my gosh, I love mm-hmm. him. Anyway, I can't think of his name. We love him though, and I love I love that trope because uh, it's just plays on the stereotype of this laid back. I'm just in here drinking, listening to my music, and but when it comes down to it, when the shit hits the fan, you can count on this American. Oh, I, yeah, I know who you're talking about. Uh, P. Donaldson McGee, the right, the southern, the more southern guy. Um, yeah, we we've talked. Uh, We've talked very highly of that dude before, and I can't think of his name. C. Thomas yeah. Howell. Nope. Uh, Jared Leto. Nope. It's weird because um, <laughs> he must have been a different one because I'm looking at the list. Here's the the official list of uh, Felix Leader, Leiter characters. Jack Lord, Sek, uh, Sek Linder, Rick Van Nutter, Norman Burton, David Hedison. Did you say K- Nutter? Nutter, Nutter, Rick Van Nutter, Bernie Casey, John Terry, and then Jeffrey Wright. But there was another oh, guy that was like, "No, you, you British people, come over here and yeah, yeah. oh, Joe you know, Don Baker, geez Louise, Joe Don Baker, Baker but, yes. but I don't think he wasn't he wasn't a uh, Felix. No, he right. played Jack Wade, and he played the character a couple of yeah. times, but different dude, but in the in the yep. vein, yeah, the same, basically the same kind of thing, yeah, yeah. He'd come out and go, yeah. Well, that's like, what I like about this country. <laughs> yeah, and Gold and I. And, and, and prior to you saying that, I would have thought he was a Felix, but he was not a Felix. Nope. He was a feel-less. Anyway. <laughs> here's a, here's the Valkyrie lady. I don't think it's the scream, though, but it's whatever it is. I am Saint Xman of the Valkyrie. I have counted coup upon you. Yeah, she has counted coup upon you. And she's Saint X-Men. So Saint weird. X-Men. So weird. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, where was uh, Robert Von Born? I was born in space. Okay, he was born in space. Okay, these were kind of cool. I wrote. I mean, it was at least something, you know. Yeah, yeah. It'd be a cool techno song. <laughs> so, <laughs> you know, totally. All right, here's um. Uh, see me on the what? I don't know what this is. Did you see me on the monitor? Oh, she, sp- she oh, says monitor. 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 <laughs> you see me on the monitor. On the monitor. She's great. Uh, and then this guy yelling as he dies. Lazuli! <laughs> <laughs> I don't know what he said. I need closed capture for that. Lazuli! Oh, yeah. We should have checked that. Lazuli, right? That's a kind of Lazuli. I don't know, is it? <laughs> Why is that right? funny to me? Lazuli, the way you said Lazuli. it. Lazuli. I don't know why that's so funny. All right. Let me try it again. Lazuli! I don't know. I have no that's idea. A, that was his group. He was the Cayman of the Lazuli. Oh, was that so it? So it's like basically saying, Klingons forever. Oh, okay. All right. Like a little alien death yell. I get it. Yeah, exactly. That guy turned I do on, this for honor. That guy turned on a dime. As soon as he found out who they were fighting, he was just like, oh, okay, I'm in then. I'm in. Yeah, I'll help you. Yeah. I'm not going to feed you the shit. We're going. Let's do it. <laughs> All right, here's uh, this now. The film sack checklist goes like this. Nestor is hit. Check. 
George Papard is the least convincing cowboy of all time. Check. Who led the pa- who let the pack lid in the ship? Check. It's more of a question, not really a checklist. Because <laughs> those guys with scars down their face, they reminded me like pack Yeah, they were time. very pack just dumb, dumb aliens. It's like yeah. if a pack and Clint Howard had a baby. That's what these are. <laughs> <laughs> they all look like Clint Howard to me. Uh, a little bit, yeah. Well, he's an ugly guy. What are you going to do? I, I have the beholder and all that. All right, Trek Connections. Uh, oops, I didn't bring it up. I thought I had it up. Uh, does anyone have those handy? I don't have those handy. Uh, oh, yeah, 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 yeah. yeah I do. It's right here. Uh, Good. It, tell me, Randy. What, what, give me the. Give it to me. So uh, you previously mentioned the guy that you hated the most. Um, oh, my gosh. What was his name? You hated uh, the guy most. Uh, uh, you you uh, said his... The uh, guy I disliked the most. Uh, man who... Uh, I don't know. Who do I do? Who did I dislike the most? Hepatitis? Hep- Dr. Hepatitis? No. With an S. Saunders. You hated Saunders. Oh, Saunders, the robot. Yeah. That oh, was Whit- right. that was an actor named Whitney Rybeck who was in an episode of The Next Generation. Oh, nice. Um, uh, uh, Daryl also uh, submitted that we should uh, pay attention to Morgan Woodward, who played Cayman in this movie and was in two episodes of the original series. And of course, of course, Earl Bowen, uh, like Earl Bowen should be our everything connection, like yeah, our, our, so our Terminator connection and so on. Yeah. Uh, he was the lead Nestor in this movie. Um, in the next generation, he was uh, a guy named Nagillum in the episode where silence has lease, which is the best episode of the second season. Whoa. Look at you with the pick picking the winners and the losers here. That's amazing. Yeah. Wow. I, I, I have opinions. I don't, think i know that one why is it not ringing a bell give me the give me the short what's the short of that one uh i don't remember that episode usually i'm pretty good so at um, I can't think of it it's uh, uh so it's the the uh so the enterprise that gets trapped in this void like this this uh you know like it's it's out in space and and it can't move it can't escape uh-huh. and there's an it's being controlled by an alien that uh, that wants to understand humanity. Sure. Um, I don't know. It's really good. My favorite thing I, I've ever heard. I, I didn't come here to more? like, no, 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 it's like, all good. I just wanted to, you know, a, a taste. Cause I couldn't remember it. I still am not sure. What but. you would remember of where silence has lease is that when the alien finally <clears throat> speaks to the ship, it has a face, a uh, uh, like monkey face. Oh, that is in that is in space looking into the ship. Oh, that's and it's weird. just that's ugh. weird. Okay, I'm gonna have to check it out. Second season is pretty weird, so I'm into it. Yeah, yeah. Uh, all right, those are those. Uh, well done, Star Trek and Daryl. Hey, soundtrack grade. I give it a WTGFT for way too good for this. Mm-hmm. I think it's better than. Uh, I mean, you know, it's not the best thing James Horner ever did, but it's it's all right. It's okay. They didn't do synthy stuff, and that's good. Don't do that with your sci-fi movies in the seventies and eighties. It's mm-hmm. sci-fi ruins or uh, synthy stuff ruins it unless you're Blade Runner, and there's only one of those. So, oh yeah. Well, there's two of those, but yeah. <laughs> you know, the only reason people always say, "How can you talk so much about Mad Max Fury Road?" And I always say to them, "Well, if that movie didn't exist, I would be I wouldn't shut up about Blade Runner twenty forty nine because twenty forty nine right up there for me, like right next to it." Uh, okay, let's get to the uh, Twitter post. This is where you guys sum it up in the 280 characters or less. Let's start with Randy. That'll be on the stars. The movie equivalent of a mixed drink dispensed from very close to a man's penis. <laughs> with, my, 
<laughs> Here's my advice to you. When he offers them to you, just pass on the nuts. <laughs> <laughs> nice. Oh, that guy that emailed good. Me. The guy that emailed me last night and said we're obsessed with wieners is not going. He's going to love this episode. Oh, this oh, is a yeah. yeah. This is a wiener we're, explosion. We're men. Yeah, we're men, and we <laughs> think it's all I have to say. And I also exactly. think it's I also think it's funny. Wieners are funny. Okay. Uh, people always ask, why do you talk about wieners? Because they're funny. All right. They're funny. Yeah. They're tubes. They're weird. I mean, come on. Yeah, they're tubes. Yeah. They're funnier than tubes. Yeah, and with four of us, it's a series of tubes. Get it straight. That's four tubes. <laughs> uh, let's go next to the Brian Dunaway. Battle Beyond the Stars. This movie will tingle, dingle, dangle your braggle. Saw this movie as a kid. You're an old man. <laughs> Wow. I forgot about the whole dingle dangle your pringle thing. Yeah, that yeah. was weird. Very weird. Dingle dangle, dangle your pringle. Uh-huh. Could I I just want to stop right here and ask for another trope alert? Oh, I can do that. Hold on. That's about it. Hold on. There you go. Because like we didn't do much tropes in this movie because I mean, think about it. It's all tropes, right? Yeah. yeah. But this one is a is a truly great one called unusual euphemism, mm. and I just want I want if you have time go to TV tropes and read unusual euphemism. It's just this is where the the woman says she's going to recharge his capacitor, simulate the stolenoid. Mm-hmm. Like, mm-hmm. but in other movies, it's fantastic. This uh, this trope, I love it already. I'm going to go check it out. I haven't looked at TV tropes in a while because usually I get my fill from you, but I I do like <laughs> I do like my yeah. visits there. It's like the, they crack the, me obviously up. the. Like the unusual euphemism that always comes to mind for me is from Anchorman, right? He, yeah. Uh, yeah, yeah. Uh, he keeps saying things like "Great Odin's Raven," right? <laughs> right. <laughs> yeah, it's pretty good. I gotta go read that. That's pretty good. All right. Uh, finally, Brian Ibbett. Battle beyond the uh, <laughs> battle beyond the network stars. <laughs> a groundbreaking science fiction film about a young hero fighting against an evil empire with the aid of a ragtag group of characters inspired Roger Corman to make his own shitty copy. <laughs> Nicely done. It's like saying, uh, "What's let's see, what's the difference between a." I can't think of a good one, but I love that. I love that reversal thing. Whatever it is you just did, there's probably a word the for right it. Turn. It's, yeah. it's a right turn. It's a right turn. I like it. Um, all right. Here's uh, that's all well and good, but there's this. These I'm kind of proud of these, even though they're really dad jokes, but I like them. Okay. These are alternative titles for today's film. It was almost called the B team. <laughs> <Nah>. <laughs> because, you know, George Pappard and it's, you know, their B movie and all that. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, or Nightmare on Helm Street because oh. he was always at the helm, see, of his thing. And he was oh, on Nightmare sure. on Elm Street, see? Yeah. Uh, these are all better when I explain them. Okay. Next up, emails. Uh, I got two of them today. No. Yeah. Two of them. This one from Kareem. He sent it to filmsack at gmail.com and he says this. Hello, Sackers. Big fan. I think you guys are doing great work for the betterment of the human race. Well, thank you very much. Um, I just watched The Beastmaster, and I listened to the episode right after. Just thought of a reason why they might have painted the tiger black. Sounds like a Rolling Stone song. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, (laughs) I have the feeling they wanted to use some other slash stock footage. It also fits with my feeling in some short slash faraway scenes that I'm looking at a jaguar. Keep up the good work. Oh, that's interesting. So he's thinking like, they had Jaguar stock footage and they needed right. that tiger to look mm. more like that Jag. So they painted right. it to look so, like it. Yeah. I can see that. Makes sense. Yep. Thanks, Kareem. We got one from Todd. Oh, boy. Hi, Todd. Yeah. We're going to. Oh, right. Oh, oh, no. After our oh, conversation. Oh, no. Last we said a lot about Todd. Yeah, right. we, we even today <laughs> brought up a little Todd reference. Todd says, 
And by the way, his name says Todd. Yes, this is an actual good Todd. Uh, subject. Good Todd. Says Film Sack, the one about Soldier. Why does everyone pick on Todd? There has been a long and storied history of movies and television shows portraying characters with the name Todd in poor light. Sometimes the bad guy, but more often the weirdo or nerd or someone who just doesn't want or no one else wants to be around. I've been telling all of my friends this for years and you guys help prove it. Mm, what is wrong it. with the name Todd for a super soldier? Can't Todd be a badass and why not? Sorry, it's not an original name like Scott, Brian, Brian or Randy. <laughs> he says, uh, here are some articles about Todd's in the media. And he gave me one about why is every guy named Todd a total dork? And there was another one on totalmitchellbooks.com about Hollywood's war against Todd, the top 10 bad Todd's. And then finally, a Reddit post about why is it that every guy named Todd sucks? Uh, even George oh, Carlin doesn't like Todd. Wow. There's a there's a old George Carlin bit where he talks about Todd's. Then it goes on to say, anyway, still love you guys. Despite all of this, keep up the great work on behalf of oppressed Todd's everywhere. Todd Warren. Well, most most names get made fun of somewhere sometime. Most I've never names. actually seen a Todd turn into a Karen. That was amazing. Oh, nice. <laughs> Poor Karens. Karen's have really hit it hard. Yeah, Karen's tough time. Go and talk like, to Karen Todd and, and, and see if you get any sympathy from him. Oh, that. yeah, there you go. <laughs> I, I lived through Rob Schneider ruining my name for a while. My it name. was years yeah, of people right. could not say my name normally. So I'm just telling you, everyone, well, not everyone, but most names that are common, yeah, we they, have a moment. they go through this. We have a moment. Get, Scott, get, yeah, Scott get, has had many moments. I can promise you that. It's not been great it, for me. How many times? Do you, do you receive emails, uh, Brian, that mm-hmm. says brain? Brain. I mean, yeah. brain oh, yeah. is like the most common thing that happens. I'm almost surprised when I don't see brain. <laughs> <laughs> right. I've yes. been called, I get called Steve a lot for I don't know why. That's hmm. weird. It's really weird. And I have friend or my brother-in-law, Steve, gets called Scott a lot. And it's not because they're confusing the two of us. They're people that don't know me or him. They just are. Right getting it wrong and i don't understand what that is so steve's and scott's out there probably know what i'm saying we're probably gonna get emails about chad today because we kind of made fun of the no, today. Shad. Yeah. Yeah. I, I want if we do have a shad listener i want a shad to email. <laughs> yeah but the thing that i've never the, met a shad the thing to remember though is this was very every time they said it it came out like chad like it, it right nobody right. ever went shad whatever chad see that sounds like chad so yeah it's all effed up. Anyway, we love your emails. We love to discuss them, and we love your thoughts and feelings. And by the way, Todd's email is one of my favorite kind of things we get because you guys, you guys all get it. You know what's up. I'm, yeah, I love that. Uh, be uh, be a part of that and send us an email, filmsack at gmail Next week we're doing another James Bond film called "The World Is Not Enough." It's not the enough. It's not enough. Hold on, is this still in this? Red hot American wet dirty summer of movies or whatever. What are we doing? Oh, yeah, a hot action yeah. movie summer. Yeah, yeah. We're coming. We're coming to the end of it. Right. Summer ends on uh, September twenty first. Yeah. yeah. Yay. Oh, yeah. I guess no, September twenty yeah, first is the end September of summer. September twenty first. Okay. All right. Yeah. That's about yeah, a week. Well, we well, weather satellite that Sadar didn't destroy. We would know. <laughs> it's also important to know. Why note. do I think that uh, this week was the unofficial or the official end of summer? I guess I not. I don't know. Because it's going to snow in Colorado on Tuesday. Oh, That's weird. Wow. Is it supposed to? Really? Is that true? Yeah. Uh-huh. Yeah. Weather's weird right now. But 90 degrees thing. today, below 30 on Tuesday. Wow. I remind you, you got about three and a half weeks to remember to uh, wake up Billy Joel Armstrong uh, when it ends, when the when the month ends. Yeah. <laughs> Did you say Billy Joel Armstrong? Did I say yeah. Joel again? I do that all the time. 
I say Billy Joel Armstrong when I mean Billy Joe. I, Sing I do us it. a song, you're an American idiot. <laughs> Sing us a song tonight. tonight. Because we're all, what's another thing? We're all uh, <laughs> doing a thing on the boulevard and you've got me eating all Sprite. <laughs> okay, anyway. Yeah, well done. Yeah. Uh, I'm good at rhyming, just not making sense. That's uh, World is Not Enough. That's next week. Is that Pierce Brosnan or uh, other guy? Yeah, that is, yeah, yeah that's, that's Pierce Brosnan. Brosnan. Okay. And Ibit says it's terrible, but great for us. So No, I just said it's garbage at the beginning Oh, because okay. they do the theme. Oh, oh, that was the joke. Yeah, that's right. That was the joke. And I missed yeah. it for like 10 minutes, and now I've missed it again. I mean, it's still not a great, it's not one of the best John, James Bond movies, but it's not, it's not, certainly not one of the worst. Right. So uh, she sings, I'm only happy when it rains. That's the song they use? That's not it, is it? They yeah, that's exactly. Okay, great. That's it, yeah. Anyway, so you got that, <laughs> and then you got, and, and, and Randy made the point that John Cleese, uh, Judy Dench, and... Who's and Desmond Llewellyn, and all in this movie, and and uh, the other one, uh, 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 <laughs> uh, Frida von Potato Cheese. No, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm hungry. There's a lot of Vons in my fake names. I've noticed. Yeah, I've noticed. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah I don't yeah. know why I do that. I need a little it's bridge. Like, it's like uh, it's like the rule of thirds. Vaughn makes any name funnier. Yeah. <laughs> why is that? It's yeah, a weird. Know. We should study that because I don't even I don't understand. But anyway, they're all in it. That means it's a it's in that way. It's kind of unique. And also, is this the one with the Korean terrorist that has the diamonds in his face? Diamond face. Or, I believe it is. Oh, I kind of like this that is the one. one with Sophie Marceau on one side of James Bond and a the most American American that ever American woman on the other side. Hold on. Is that? Oh, this isn't the one I'm thinking of then, because I'm thinking of Catwoman. What's her name? Um, oh, uh, Holly Berry. Holly Berry. That's a that's the one with the Korean Hallie diamond bon face. Berry. Hall, Halle Berry. Yeah, so that must be... People always yell at me that I pronounce it Holly Berry, and it is Halle Berry. So the Halle Berry one is the last Pierce Brosnan one. That's Which not we this. we already sacked. Oh, we did? No, we didn't. We haven't done that one. We did. I don't okay. think we've done but- Diamond Face. I would but remember we're that. We're about to watch The World Is Not Enough. <laughs> where is the streaming, has, Randy? Netflix or where? Where where is this? Yes, it's on Netflix. Okay. It has it has Sophie Marceau as Electra King and Denise Richards as Dr. Christmas oh, Jones. Oh, the one with oh. Dr. Christmas Jones. Yep. Love it. Okay. Right, so it's not the, so okay. And I just double checked. We have not seen the one with Diamond Face. We may okay. want to do that no. at some point. Diamond why they didn't face. call that one diamond face i know what the hell's wrong with right. them instead it was called like this career is long enough or something like i don't know <laughs> <laughs> uh all right we are uh we are done and next week we'll be bringing that to you thanks everybody for all your great feedback this week in particular we just got a lot of stuff about people saying oh man film sack is my salvation right now we just heard from somebody Aww. today on the facebook group about a dude who got rear-ended real bad by another car and uh, ended up having to be in the ER all night. And he said, listening to to Film Sack and some TMS episodes, uh, got him through it. So it was just cool to hear. Yeah. We wish him well as well. Um, I don't have his name handy, but I would love to say his name. I'll do that on Monday's TMS. Anyway, uh, so to all of you out there who are uh, using Film Sack as a way to sort of deal with these odd times we're in, uh, we're happy to be here doing it for you. So thanks for all your support and help. And for listening to the show all these years, that's going to do it for us. Check out filmsock.com. Sock? Film sack.com. Film 
I'm Ooh, film sock, sock right is not bad. That's a decent name. Film sock. Yeah, I like it. Uh, filmsack at gmail.com again is the email address. Filmsack.com. And of course, on Twitter, Filmsack. That's going to do it for us, for me, for Brian, for Brian, and for Randy. See you later, hot blood. We'll see, we'll see you next time. <laughs> <laughs> This show is part of the Frog Pants Network. Yes. Get more at frogpants.com.